This session of ADHD contains graphic descriptions of violence, gore, or sexual themes. Listener discretion is advised. And as always, we hope you enjoy. Welcome to Adventuring Dimwits and Hyperactive Dragons, aka ADHD and D, an experimental and real play tabletop podcast that uses D&D 5e to tell a story and mess around a bit. We are calling it experimental because we will be using homebrewed subclasses and roles wherever we feel like it, and we'll be trying out different stuff as we see fit. We will decide whether or not it's useful, works, or maybe it just is crap and we'll have to scrap the entire idea. My name's Orion, I am the DM. I'm going to introduce you to my players now. First off is Brett. He plays Theron, a elven rogue. Okay, I said I was good to keep going, but can we please stop? My feet hurt. We've been walking for so long, please. There's a good place to make camp. Or there, or there, or there. Gods, can we please stop? Next up, we have Jackie. They play Haskell, a tiefling rogue. If I trip on one more goddamn tree root, I'm going to end the everyone. Next up, we have Carson, who plays a paladin named Gideon. That was a whole lot of planning for like 10 minutes, guys. Good work. <laughs> Next up, we have Blake, who plays a warlock hexblade. I want to point out, Dwight is the last person to wake up, and he always wakes up. What are we doing? What are we doing? Now that you've met all of my players, we can get on to the podcast headache but it's nothing like it was yesterday oh, so i'm really no. sorry no 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 i, was, I have a little I was bit of headache today i have a little bit of headache he was bitching at you the her. whole time i'm gonna <laughs> i'm gonna leave, leave his bitching about you on the uh, the audio file so you can listen to him talk about bad about you the whole oh time. so so you're not gonna edit it basically is what you're saying yeah because i mean we ended up not having a session we just Brett just talked about how annoying it was. You should um, leave in all the times, too, that I say, why is Craig in here with us? I know I'm talking about Craig how mad at Jackie this? I am, but why is why is Craig in here for this? Now, now I see what you were saying. Hey, Orion. Yes, it's Carson. Uh, what's the group in uh, the dice roller? Oh, I haven't started that yet. Hold on. Let me do that. Get yeah, Ryan. Yeah, Sorry. <laughs> Jackie already tried. I got to find the stupid app because... <laughs> Shut up, Brett. (laughs) Ryan told you to shut up. (laughs) All right. So, we left off with you guys finding a camp of soldiers, and then you kind of pulled back maybe like a half mile away into the woods, set up your own camp, and then discussed whether or not you wanted to... Basically, whether or not you wanted to... um, just try to sneak by them, try to attack them, whatever. And you decided that... What did you end up really deciding? We didn't. That- so Gideon Gideon needs to at least speak to these guys. We're going to stab him in the ass. Probably better in the neck. More effective. So, alright. <laughs> I'm just going to cut all this out so it sounds What really is that good. noise? Uh, it sounds like someone's underwater. So Car... Yeah, what exactly. is that? Blake, what are you what are you, it is Blake. Oh god, he's underwater. He into the fourth dimension. Yeah. 
No, I'm driving. Can you hear me all right? Uh, oh, okay. Or something, I bet. <laughs> it's okay. I can mute just his file for that, so it won't be too bad. And I'll mute just his file, and then I'll leave us talking about it. Um, good start. Um, <laughs> so Gideon has decided he wants to go and talk to them and give them the, a chance to basically let you pass without issue. And the rest of you have all decided that you want to hide while Gideon does this. Look, you know, you're Captain Righteous, you know, Captain of the Domain. You, know, you really just want to walk up on these guys and think they're just going to be like, oh, let's welcome the Captain of the Captain of the Corps in and, you know, see what he's got to say. And they're not going to, like, attack you as soon as you walk up. Let me be perfectly clear. I am the furthest thing from a righteous man. What these men are doing is traitorous. And that is the one thing I can't abide. Now, I need to speak with them. I don't know that any of you want or need to be there, but I need to speak with them. Well, I mean, what are you going like? convince them of their dastardly ways or tell them about, hey, you guys have been some real punks and I'm not okay with it. I'm going to convince them that the might of the Commonwealth backs me and see if they have the wherewithal to continue with their actions beyond that. Well, what if they say, well, where's the Commonwealth right now? And they just like... Then I suppose know. somebody will end up with a blade through their neck. <laughs> I admire your straightforwardness, Gideon, but I figure coming from a captain, you wouldn't endanger your men in such a way, or the rest of your troop in a way. So, two of you have said you want to hide in the shadows. That's perfectly fine. That's what suits you. That's plenty useful in its own right. Dwight, I don't know what you intend to do if we approach here. Brax, I assume you're in the mood to fight. You always seem like you are. Yes. Oh, yeah, that guy. He's bad about it. I have confidence in my abilities. If you don't, then you don't have to step in there and fight with us. Well, I was just, I was actually more on the side of the hide and the shadows thing, and then you know, then kind of do stuff from there. But. I I would feel better moving forward if we didn't have this group of this group behind us potentially coming in behind us at any time, reinforcing whatever we're fighting next. One way or another, I would like to know that this yeah. is dealt with before we move forward. Yeah. I'm open to suggestions other than strolling into the camp. If, if our chances are better at this in the morning, when they'll perhaps be less on edge, I'm okay with that. We can present the full might of the group and say, look, you can try your chances, but you probably don't like them. Throw down your arms, go back to town, defend the town, do your jobs, and we'll be on our way. If we have these two backing us up in the shadows, then if they don't stand down to you, Gideon... I think we'll be okay. I, I spoke earlier and said that any of you who intend to see this battle through with me, I will do everything in my power to see us all through the other side. And look, I, I've, been, I've been at war for a long time. Right. And I do a pretty good job of seeing my men through these things, my soldiers through these things. And so, it, you know, it's up to you whether you want to follow me, but my course is pretty well set. 
Well, I guess it's one you'll have to walk alone. I want to be in the shadows with him, but I'll have your back. Uh, so I'm going to. I guess that's that's what, how we're going to kind of do the patient okay. here. The three of them waiting in the shadows, and me and Brax approaching them. Yeah, how, where, where are they camped at? Where are they camped out at? What's the scene like? So you guys got a pretty good look before you backed off a little bit. There, they have like two or three tents set up alongside the road, basically only a few feet off of the main road, and they have a fire in between them where they were. They can kind of just chill at. There, there looks to be about two, yeah, two or three guards standing by the road, and then that's it. So a room is pretty open. You have a little bit of a little, a small wood on the opposite side of the road to them that you could technically sneak up through if you wanted to, but it's not like a very thick, not a very thick underbrush. The Commonwealth would still allow my armor and, and like, you know, for there to be the insignia, you know, the symbols of the Commonwealth on my armor. And, and I mean, I was the general of, of a city in the Commonwealth. My name's probably at least somewhat known. Yeah, I would, I would say... You were a well-known general of a well-known city. I mean, one of the main five. Now, this is on a different continent, so a lot of these guys might not even be, like, that aware of the mainland. But they would, they would recognize your armor, and they would recognize insignia, at least, as someone important. Uh, these, are, these are essentially guardsmen that he has gathered while he's been over here. Was he not sent? I mean, is even the guy we're pursuing, is he from the Commonwealth and was placed here to govern, or was he from here and hired by the Commonwealth essentially to govern? He was placed by the Commonwealth, and he was, he was from the Commonwealth originally. He came across the, the ocean. And the people who, these guardsmen that are with him, are people he hired while he was here? Yeah, some of them would have been trained up by, from like the local population they've been here for about 30 or 40 years like the commonwealth has been in this this area for about that long now so it, they've had enough time to start recruiting young um and i don't think the darren knows this but would gideon know this is is this guy trying to set up a new country or something or like break away from the commonwealth is that why gideon is after him it was my understanding that he'd just done some pretty selfish stuff and kind of tried to play the Commonwealth for fools. Basically, since he was the ruler on this continent far away from everybody else, he thought he could get away with a lot of less than approved stuff. Basically trying to set up maybe his own little nation here even. Okay. And not really following the demands of the Commonwealth itself. All right, so what are we doing? What's our plan? Okay, so what time of night is it? Um, it's probably about, mm, let's see, if I remember correctly, it had just, the sun had just gone down when you started this discussion, and it's only been about an hour, so it's about 10 o'clock at night. Okay, so does everybody, everybody want to hide? I, Brax, do you, do you want to uh, approach with me, or would you rather? Yes, I'll, I'll come with you. So, why don't, why don't we do this? So, you're going to have Blake, so it's going to be Theron, Dwight, and Haskell hiding out. Are you going to stay together, or are you trying to sneak off in separate directions to be surrounding this camp? What are the three of you wanting to do? I feel like surrounding would be best, right? Yeah, I mean, this just depends on the general, like, outlay of it. Yeah, there's, there's woods on the opposite side of the road. There isn't much around the camp itself, so you get up pretty close from the opposite side of the road, but you wouldn't be able to get up from it anywhere else. I mean, 
you could still try to sneak up. It would just be a lot harder. I feel like more of a clear area. If we even if we tried to sneak up behind the tents. I mean, you can definitely do that. I wouldn't say yes or no to it being really that much harder that way because it is. It's dark. They have a fire going. Most of them are sitting around that fire, and the ones mm-hmm. that aren't are kind of stationed on the road itself. Uh, I'm confident in doing that. Hide behind the tents. So we're we're wanting to split up. Yes, yeah, Brax and Gideon are going to walk up to the guards on the road. The three of you are going to take stealthy. They're in. Uh, would to... volunteer quickly when we find out we're being split up. Would volunteer to take the right give flank. backup. I guess he doesn't want to be in the back. Right or left flank. Dwight's going to take the left. Yeah, flank. yeah. Always left. <laughs> Always <laughs> left. So Brax looks at the three of you. Goes go. I'll give you five minutes to get somewhere sneaky. And then we will head to the camp. Snakey like a snake. Um, does does Brax look at uh, just D- uh, Dwight when he says that? Yes. Okay, then when Brax looks away from me and at Dwight, I want uh, Theron slips a uh, rolled up piece of paper into Gideon's hand. And then uh, just runs off to his flank. Okay. Gideon stuffs it into his pocket. Or pack or whatever, as surreptitiously as possible. Okay. All right, I need the three of you to make stealth rolls. That's a fifteen for me. Twenty-five for me. Woo! Like with a twenty-two. See, so, yeah, you guys rolled stealthy enough. So you have Theron setting up to the right of the the camp. You have Blake setting up to the left, and Haas. I guess you're setting up kind of in the center in the trees. <laughs> Works for me. So, get in. You and Brax kind of walk along this road. If the image ever loads, I drew a real quick map of the camp and stuff. Just by Drew, I mean it's basically stick figures. Um, in the chat? Yeah, it's oh, in the chat. Stuff. My god. It's an awesome god he oh, reigns. No, um, what the hell was that? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I break I break off into worship music whenever anybody goes my oh, god in a certain wait. tone. Wait, hold on. Sorry, you can continue. I, that wait was for me mostly. So when I take the right flank, it's it's the southern flank. You're coming from yeah. the south. So Theron kind of comes along the road and hides in the shadows of nothing, but kind of just stays low to the ground. Haskell and Dwight go up through the woods, and then Haskell kind of stops at about the same level as the guards in the road, while Dwight continues to head north a little bit and then wraps himself back around to be north of the campground. I'm like Gideon's bodyguard, hidden bodyguard. Yeah, basically. Uh, I'm not. Hell yeah. And and then <laughs> Brax and Gideon walk up the road and are halted by the two guards. Who goes there? Just a couple of men. Seeking to uh, pass us Gabe on the way to a bounty. Man seeking man. <laughs> That's a good one, Gabe. Oh, oh. <laughs> M for M. Uh, <laughs> the guards look at you and then look at Brax and go, well, I see one man coming this way. Racist. And they take note of your, your armor and everything. You you work for the Commonwealth? I, I do, and I suspect you know who I'm here for. Oh, you're just straightforward. Brax hisses a little bit, like steps off to the left a little bit, and you can see his hand is just rest lightly 
toward his sword. Uh, I gesture with my head towards Brack and say, it doesn't have to go that way. We can all hear this, correct? The three hiding? Yeah, it, the noise, ca- the sound carries in the, the night air. You know who I'm here representing. Do you really want to get embroiled in all of that? All of you can just lay down your arms and go back to the town. You can forget you ever saw us here, and we'll do the same. Why don't you make a persuasion roll? See, I believe that's plus three for me. Oh, plus five. Mr. Big Persuasion Man. 22. Nice. Jeez. Yeah. The guards look at each other, and then one of them goes, wait here, and turns and heads back and heads right over to the campfire, leaving the other standing in front of you kind of shuffling his feet a little bit because he's unsure what to do at the moment. And a few minutes later, that guard comes back with a lieutenant, and the lieutenant steps up, and he says, my men have told me you're ordering us back to the city? Uh, Ordering is perhaps a bit uh, inaccurate. I'm strongly encouraging you to lay down your arms and head back to the... uh, to the town, yes. Dang, you had him where you wanted him, and now you're picking a fight. Ah, <laughs> uh, the lieutenant kind of there and thinks to himself. Looks, <laughs> the lieutenant looks at you and looks at Brax and kind of hesitates and then salutes you. Ooh, and orders his men off the road and says, "We will, we'll let you pass." And but if you don't succeed in this mission, you snuck by us. He says as he turns and walks toward the campfire. You've made the right choice. I, I was not expecting that to go that way. Um, <laughs> well, who, who, who ever expects anybody to roll well? Oh, man. Are, that are was they a whole lot of planning for like 10 minutes, guys. Good work. Right. <laughs> yeah. Now he has nothing for the rest of the session. <laughs> He's um, done. All right, we're done for that. Good job, guys. No. <laughs> it was a good session. The two guards... The two guards on the road walk back with the lieutenant. They're not leaving, but they like they're no longer guarding the road, and they kind of kick the fire down and start crawling into their tents to go to sleep because they're not going to make their way back to the the city's four or five hours away. They're not going to go back to the city tonight, but they're also no longer. They don't seem to be posing any sort of threat to you. It doesn't look like they're preparing to follow you. They're not marching, knocking down their tents or anything. They literally are just going to bed. But the whole camp decided to go to bed right now? Well, there's one or two guards around the camp, but not like they're not guarding the road anymore. They're not looking for you guys anymore. They decided, well, we'll stand guard in case anybody tries to come here and attack us, but we're not going to be actively stopping people on the road anymore. Okay. Can I slip on up into the camp and I want to see if anyone has left anything out that I can uh, search through? Jesus. Make for me a stealth roll. I already did that. Yeah, I need a different <laughs> one for this. <laughs> that would have been nice. Yeah. 22. Well, 15's pretty low oh. for there. Nice. 22. Fuck, we're, everybody's rolling 22. I love this. I had a 15 last time. Three 22s on my screen. I set the DC this time for 16, just in case you got another 15 or a 14. Um, <laughs> you bastard. Okay, so you sneak up. They like they don't put the fire out, but they they kind of kick some of the larger logs away and they let it die down enough so there's just a small flame. And most of the the soldiers are now crawling into their their uh, bedrolls. 
you have two of them sitting around the fire still, but they're not really actively looking. So you're right up on these tents and you want to see if there's anything just left lying around. Well, I'm looking for like, is there a backpack sitting out somewhere I can rifle through or maybe some of these guards, do they like they have uh, coin pouches or anything interesting on their person? Like I'm looking for something to take on our way through. Why don't you make an investigation roll? Okay. I'm also good at that. You have dark vision, oh, right? Yes, it's a nine. Ooh. Four plus five. Oh, I mean, at least those rolls came in that order. Um, yeah, that is better. That's rough, buddy. <laughs> you do find a small little pouch with like a few coins, but that's it. That's all you see close at hand without going right up on these these last two soldiers sitting at the fire. And as you're doing this, you notice Gideon and Brack start making their way up the road north. And you see this, the shadow of Haskell moving to join them. And the shadow of Dwight moving to join them as they continue north, leaving you behind. So I stood there for a second and saw Ferris sneak in. Oh, oh, never mind. He's so tempted by it, but twice he doesn't want to risk it. He's just going to keep going. Yeah, well, uh, Theron grabs the coin pouch and then catches up with the group. How many gold coins did I get? There's five silver pieces. 78? Coin. Five, five silver. gold pieces? <laughs> five silver. Yeah, I wrote it down. Five gold pieces. <laughs> five uh-huh. silver. Yeah, I mean, you act like I rolled a nine. So it's about 10 o'clock at night. <laughs> it's, it's 10 o'clock at night, and you guys just managed to... Gideon just talked his way through this. You didn't even talk your way. You just said, this is what we're doing. This is what you should do. And they're like, yeah, that sounds about right. And they let you go. Almost like a Jedi mind trick. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, it was very much these are we are not the we are not the bounty. We are exactly who you're expecting, um, and you don't want to mess with us, actually, is what it was. Yeah, it's kind of the opposite of these are not the droids you're looking for. It was like, hey, we're looking for these yeah. droids. Get out yeah. of the way. Who's <laughs> so honest it stunned them? So it's 10 o'clock at night. You guys just made your way past this camp. How far do you want to go before actually setting a real camp? How far are we from our destination? Um, I would say you're only maybe a day behind this guy. And if he he's probably moving slower because he's got a large group, possibly. <laughs> so there's no way you'd catch it, catch him early on tonight. It would be like really early morning by the time you'd catch up to him. But you could go through the night and try to catch up to him. That's up to you guys. Brax turns to Gideon and looks and goes, so we continue the hunt? Or do you want to rest? Why not keep going? It's not even Uh, that late. Let's move a little ways. I mean, best, you know, best move with the shadows, you know. Yeah, I'm good to keep going. On we march. Okay. Dwight approaches Gideon and just says, well, I guess I was wrong back there. Well, I think we can both say that that went a little bit better than we were expecting. Uh, but you know that's why you always give someone the peaceful option Dwight just kind of chuckles his way to swing dick bud and pats Gideon on the dick (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Gideon awkwardly clears his throat throat) Rax goes is this a human custom I don't know about it Interesting. Be. Yes, we are rather crass. <laughs> oh. <Ugh. laughs> okay. So, wow. Um. So the five of you continue on through the night. 
Why don't we do a survival check to see know, how well you track the night? We'll do... Um, I'm just trying to decide if I want all of you to roll or just one of you to roll. We'll do... All of you roll survival, and I'll take the average. <laughs> okay. Five. Two plus three, oh, baby. Oh my god. Oh, shit. It's a hot four it's from 15. And a 15. So a we 15. have five, four, 15. Blake needs a nat 20 to pull us up. Oh, god. <laughs> <laughs> we don't know where we're going. That's, we a, really that's a three. That's a three. <laughs> okay, I said I was good to keep going, but can we please stop? My feet hurt. We've been walking for so long. Please. There's a good place to make camp. Oh, there. Oh, there. Oh, there. God, gods, can we please stop? I'm so tired of this. It's so boring. If I trip on one more goddamn tree root, I'm going to end the everyone. <laughs> Dwight walks up and has a bunch of like leaves and bushes and bunch of shit in his hair. Entire bushes. Uh, <laughs> Gideon had been pretty steadfastly just marching at the head of the party, and upon hearing all of these complaints, turns around and sees the state of everyone and decides it's time to break camp. Yeah, Brax only rolled a 12, so the whole group, like, Gideon is the best one out of the group with his 15. And he, he's he got his soldier training, he's just marching along, doesn't even notice, and then he looks at you guys and it's just like, oh, alright, these aren't trained soldiers, these guys don't know what they're doing. So, I'd say you made it, like, another hour or two, and then you kind of like, or maybe, well, we'll do two to three hours, and then you're like, alright, let's, let's make camp. Oh, jeez. That's way better than just having one of you roll. Uh, yeah, I'm so glad we all rolled. I see that none of you really took survival as your as a proficiency, eh? Of course, uh, no. we need survival. This is the first survival roll possibly ever. We all had the same reaction, and that's great. So you guys strike camp, and like, I think a few of you are just too exhausted to actually even put up tents. You just lay out your bedroll next to yeah. the fire that the Brack sets up, and you just kind of curl up and go to sleep. Face down. Um, face down. <laughs> well, I, I do think, too, that I have a bedroll to lay on and be lazy on, but Theron doesn't actually sleep. Right? Because he's an elf. So I meditate for four hours, and that's like eight hours of sleep for me. But the meditation is like it's mental exercises, and I'm still kind of aware of my surroundings during. So I might would just sit up by the fire. So you're the designated lookout then, Elf. Hmm. Sure. Dwight has already passed out. Dwight has no problem passing out. <laughs> yeah, I was just going to say the same about Haskell. They're already passed out snoring. <laughs> First thing in the morning, you guys wake up. Um, do you rise with the sunrise, Gideon? Uh, yes, and he's probably gotten in the habit of sleeping in, in bursts as it is an hour and a half, you know, and just kind of keeping an eye on the camp and everything, just Enough to enough to get rest, but also still be aware of, you know, and feel somewhat prepared. So you guys, you get up, you go about striking the camp down. Not that you had much to really. Theron's the the, the first one, down. I guess, awake because he never really yeah, slept. Oh, what Theron would always make his yeah. sleep schedule like he'd want to be in those middle four hours of everyone else's eight, so that he's the last one to go to sleep and the first one up. Just, just so you can have that edge over everyone else. Uh, I, oh, yeah. I would, I would also like to. Uh, what does, what does Brax do? Does he sleep whenever everybody else is getting ready to sleep? I don't know what lizard, lizard folk do. Brax settles down and leans against a tree, and like he dozes off. He does. Lizard folks in general do need to sleep, but 
Brax is a little bit more of a I nap and then I wake up for a little bit, then I nap and then I wake up for a little bit. He does cat naps a lot. Um, so I would I would like to read the uh, piece of paper that Theron gave me before we approached the checkpoint. Read that loud to class. No, no, I don't think I will. Do you want me to send it to him, Ryan? <laughs> no, I'm getting it. And I'm just going to copy okay. and paste it. I just already had it. I was going to screenshot it, but sending it to his whispers is better. It's it's in your whispers, Carson. Um, all right. So yeah, you you read this little note while everybody else is asleep, basically, except for Theron, who is like pretending to meditate, or maybe is meditating at this point. No, not yet. Not not till everyone's asleep. I don't not think yet. he would start meditating. You know, Gideon goes about taking his armor off and and polishing everything and and lays out a bedroll. He doesn't put a tin up either. He just lays out a bedroll. Theron might notice something about. Gideon, uh, when he takes his armor off, if he rolls perception. Well, I was going to say, can I watch Gideon and see I allow, if I want to um any reaction yeah. to the letter or anything? Yeah, okay. why don't you do a perception roll? 16. I think that would be good enough. Gideon pours over the letter three or four times, uh, and it's just trying to internalize the words. They, uh, Yeah, I guess that's what you'd see. You, you might notice that Gideon looks maybe a little bit shorter out of his armor than in it. <laughs> what? But but that's it. Gideon wears uh oh, what is it called? Lifts. Yeah, he does have lifts. It, it is so that what he's actually about it. Theron's so he's actually Theron's high <laughs> with his lifts on. But without him he's like two inches shorter. If Gideon looks at Theron during this, he would notice that Theron is looking at Gideon's armor with a big goofy grin on his face, not trying to hide at all that he's put it together. Gideon is very, he is very pointedly not <laughs> looking at Theron during this whole process. He is hoping, I guess, hope that no one noticed. Oh man, no one else noticed. That's for sure. Um, okay, so you read the note. Um, you you take off your armor and you settle down for the night. Theron waits till everybody else is asleep to go into his meditation. Are you going to do anything, Theron, before go settling in for your uh, meditation? No. Okay. Let's <laughs> wait for it. So we'll go back to you guys wake up to the sunrise and get everybody gets up and breaks camp and Brax starts leading you guys down the road again. I want to point out, Dwight is the last person to wake up, and he always wakes up. <laughs> what, are doing? what are we doing? So you guys make your way, I'd say you travel for a few hours in the morning, and around lunchtime, you come to a inn on the road, and outside there's a guy taking care of some sheep in a pasture next to it. He looks at you guys as you walk up and nods to you, and then just keeps going back to his sheep. Just a sheep farmer on the side of the road? Uh, he, there's an inn. Okay. Um, I would like to approach the inn and find somebody to talk to. The guy's tending his sheep on a pasture attached to the inn. And so you guys make your way to the inn. I mean, I'll, I'll stop and talk to the guy. I mean, can I, is he in speaking distance without me having to shout at him? Yeah, he, he's only about 15 feet away or so at this point. Oh, have you seen a group of, of soldiers traveling the roads at all today? He, he looks and he goes, what? I can't hear you. I'm a little bit deaf in one ear. Never mind. I'll go in the end. I'm gesturing with my hands. <laughs> Theron looks at Haskell during this exchange and says, was he just trying to grill a uh, sheep farmer for information? 
I, I'm not even sure what that interaction was. <laughs> not even hi, how you doing? Kiss my ass, nothing. He's just straight to the point. You you walk into the inn, and there's an elderly human woman standing behind a bar polishing some glasses, and that's the only person inside this inn right now. She looks up as you enter and goes, "Oh, would you guys like to rent a room? It's a little early in the day, but." No, we're looking to get back on the road uh, pretty quickly. I was just hoping to inquire with you whether or not you'd see a group of, of soldiers. Oh, we could use drinks, though. Yeah, so, hey, I'd, I'd so, have so your best wine for me. Sure, and, out of drinks. Um, what's everyone else having? Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll, have, I'll have what he's having. I mean, I've heard y'all's hospitality here is bar none, second to no one, and y'all are the most hospitable in this side of the... I'm not sure where he's heard that. I, I have here. not heard that yet. Um, honestly, there, you're going to have well, to work there's... a little harder to impress me. It doesn't look that great so far. Just kind of ignores there and says, there's no river on this side of the this side of the mountains. Well, there's a river uh, over there she's... that's like, this is the side of that river. You're at least yeah, on anyway. the side of a river. Yeah. Okay. And then she opens a bottle of wine and pours out f- five glasses of wine and you just leave the bottle. says, that will be... Uh, That'll be two gold pieces. I gesture with my head, right, Gideon gestures with his head towards Theron. Oh, never mind. Maybe do it. So she takes the the gold piece, the two gold pieces from Theron. Oh, I just pay. And then uh, after telling Brax to pay, is that what you're doing? Oh, you told Brax to pay while he was telling Theron to pay. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I didn't hear yeah, what you said. The lizard guys. He's the leader. He's he's the leader of the group here. He's yes, he's in charge, Mister Moneybags over there. We're on his ticket, his tab, if you will. We'll start a tab, by the way. Brax. Oh, <laughs> Brax hisses a little bit and just goes, I don't have any money on me, but I think Theron does. Of course Theron does. I'm sorry, but my friend, I put down four gold coins. Keep the tip. She looks a little bit surprised, kind of looks at you funny, and then just picks up the four gold coins, and then she turns back to Gideon and goes, uh, there was a group of soldiers that went by here Early this morning, actually. About about how many hours ago? Oh, it was, I'd say, only two or three. They were moving pretty slow. There was an, an older gentleman, the only one with a horse for some reason. Which, I totally forgot, you guys got horses. Oh, I forgot about that, too. <clears throat> Did we? Why'd you let us forget our horses? Brax hired horses for you guys. Oh, and then we yeah. all left them at the camp, so we don't have horses anymore. Oh, man. Uh, I guess you guys left them all at the first camp. Uh, I thought that one's on us, special guys. whistle. Us. It'll come running from wherever <laughs> I call. <laughs> I did too, but I tied my horse to that tree back there. Remember? Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. I hope they weren't expecting those horses back. Oh, God. Yeah, I think we rented them. We really Ouch, just Brax. abandoned horses in the middle you of the You just abandoned five horses. <laughs> Those poor horses. It's right. The soldiers that you guys left behind, they, they saw them and took them back to town for you. That's very um, kind of them. <laughs> Thank God someone's responsible. <laughs> Clearly none of us with... give a shit about animals. <laughs> <laughs> I think you guys would have made it through the night a lot easier if you would have remembered your horses. <laughs> right? Right, Theron's gonna be furious when he remembers he had a horse. <laughs> oh, this is ridiculous. He had <laughs> um, Theron is uh, sp- like 
spinning his wine glass, doing the little circle thing, you know, you do with wine uh, in between sips. And he says, oh, well, about how many of these soldiers were there? Swirling. Yeah, swirling. Swirling it, is the word. Here it is. Swirling it, yep. Not twirling or cer- making little circles. It's swirling. <laughs> I, I was going to say, you're trying to play like the, the crystal glass chimes, pushing your finger around the edge. I don't get that reference. Like Sandra Bullock and Miss Congeniality. But oh, oh, on. oh, oh, no, no. I, I seriously, exactly. no, no, no. He's holding it like <laughs> holding the bottom of, I assume it's He's in holding a the glass. stem in between his fingers and swirling it. <laughs> yeah. I'm not Sandra Bullock. Pinky out. All like fancy, a, trying to look like cool. a posh little boy. <laughs> no, I pictured him holding it by the bot, like like there's not a stem. You know, there is a stem, but he's holding it as if there isn't. Holding it like you'd hold a baseball out to offer it to someone and swirling. Oh, it. the stem in between the middle fingers yes. and like, cupping the base of it. Yes. Okay, okay, Jackie. From now on, I'm gonna start texting you what I want to say, and then I want you to okay. just say what Aaron's <laughs> doing. All right. Because you're nailing it. I keep saying he's doing this, and you're like, you mean he's doing this? Yes, what Jackie said. I got oh, you. Jackie's going to be the one who describes uh-huh. everything for everybody. Um, I'll still do his voice, Gladly. but yeah, you're going to narrate there. Maybe we won't forget our horses if Jackie's in charge of them. That's true. I don't know. Jackie <laughs> forgot the horses, yeah, too. Yeah, forgot they forgot the horses, too. That was well, two whole weeks ago. It was. <laughs> All right. She she looks and goes, yeah, there was there was an old man on a horse, and they were going pretty slow. There was, I would say, around a dozen guards with him. He seemed pretty important, but I don't... I don't they didn't stop here for some reason. A dozen, they must have camped nearby. I don't know why they didn't rent a room. A dozen means 12, Brax. No, I heard he hates small business. Oh, he hates small business. That's terrible. <laughs> He said around a dozen. No, so it no, could be. It, it's around 12. Six? I'm sorry. He struggles with numbers. See? 20? <clears throat> I don't think he ever had a formal education. That's why he wouldn't pay earlier, Dwight. He doesn't know how many cool coins are. Are there lizard fault schools? Is that a thing? He didn't go to one. Do you guys want another drink, or is that all you need? <laughs> oh, yes, I'll, I'll tell you to leave the bottle. I mean, she uh, left the bottle, but five glasses of wine. I mean, that's a bottle, easy. That's a bottle. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. I meant the big bottle. <laughs> she pulls another, a larger wine bottle out from behind the counter and looks at Theron. Uh, you want this one. one too, sir? We're not. We're not staying. We're not staying. Everybody, finish up what you have. We need to get back on the road. She sets the bottle on the counter. Yes, yes, yes. We'll finish what we have. I pour another glass to the top. Dwight just has his finger pointed out and is like doing the come here motion. Like, like yep. Points to his glass. Like, mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I pour him one right. to the rim also. Well, Dwight's probably a little bit hungover because he was pretty drunk during the, the original horse ride to the first camp. That's why he forgot his horse. I don't know what y'all yeah, he has a good excuse, is, but that's why Dwight forgot his horse. I've never found self-imposed hangover to be a good excuse for anything <laughs> it's better than forgot for no reason <laughs> you guys spent two months on a boat where you didn't need horses and then you get them one day <laughs> that's why we didn't have them on the boat 
They knew they couldn't trust us with horses. I don't think Jessica even knew what horses were. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably true, actually. <laughs> so you guys leave the inn because we're just gonna we're gonna move forward, and you travel along the road. Okay, railroad much? No, yeah. I think it's just a normal road. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's definitely not a railroad. I mean, I'll just stay here well, and get drunk all session, all. but sure, drag us somewhere else. <laughs> Brax grabs Wait. you by the collar, Theron, and drags I, you outside. I, Gideon grabs the, the wine bottle and smashes it, places gold on the counter to replace it, and gets everybody outside. Let's go. Let's go, Tom. <laughs> I, think I'd, I think I'd already paid Lenny, but okay. Uh, she was definitely going to ask you for more gold. I mean, this is a bigger bottle. So you guys drag outside, look down the road, and you start walking. Instead I still have riding. my wine glass. If I got if I got dragged <laughs> out, then I still have my wine glass that I'm yeah. sipping on during this walk. <laughs> Theron is in the back of the party, just sipping his wine, as Gideon and Brax and Dwight and Haskell all just kind of trudge. Gideon along. tries to keep up the facade that this is like a noble march, but even he knows that it's a farce. At this point, it is definitely a farce. The walk's easier today for some reason. We'll see if you feel that way in an hour. He takes another sip of this wine. Oh. uh, Why don't you guys make perception checks for me? 15. 19. A six. (laughs) Gideon. (laughs) And an eight. The hand had to come to an end at some point. This is more in keeping with what I'm used to. Oh, I got the highest roll. Yeah, you did. Good for you. Um, I don't think that's happened yet. I'm sorry. I was excited. (laughs) Gideon is just trying to keep up the the march and isn't paying attention to what's around him. Haskell is just enjoying the day. Uh, No, sorry. That's Dwight. Haskell and Theron, you guys are walking along when you notice off the side of the road where a large amount of footsteps all of a sudden take a turn and start heading into the woods away from this road. Hey, uh, Haskell, they look you see this? fairly fresh. Yeah. Hey, dumb people, come look. I go look. look. I motion to these footprints. <laughs> what, what's going on? What's um, the, I think the army we're following went this way. Well, why do you think that? Because, look. I don't know, maybe... Look at all the footprints. Yes, what they said. Look where. Mm. I'm here. Uh, Dwight, I think you need this more than me. I give him the, the rest of my glass of wine. Oh, great. Because he needs more. <laughs> Can't hurt, right? Oh, I see. I see, see what you're talking about now. I see. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> definitely. It looks like it. <laughs> yep, they're definitely going this way. Gideon moves to follow the footprints into the woods. That's right. Our brave leader. Ever onward. Hey, no, no, Actually, Theron, um, you're a bit quieter than I am. Do you want to? Do you want to take the lead? Perhaps as we're getting closer, you call him oh, quiet. I, I suppose. Uh, Theron flips the his the hood of his green cloak up and takes point stealthily. Oskel, Dwight, either of you want to go? I'll go. I'm I'm going to follow behind at about a third of the speed that they're maybe about half the speed they're moving. Brax follows closely behind Theron. My armor's really loud. Pascal's pretty close to Theron, too. You guys are all doing that crouched, 
with one hand on each other's asses as you crawl forward or hell yeah i was yeah i didn't see that coming but okay but i was gonna say if uh if uh brax scoots up close to me and haskell is close to me theron moves away from brax and like scoots closer to haskell brax laughs um <laughs> anytime he makes theron uncomfortable he laughs little oh i've noticed so you guys so you guys go off the road follow this path for a little while and yeah after a little bit you you're walking through like just grass tall grass and everything and then all of a sudden it turns into woods and you're you're walking through this forest heading west away from this road and this trail seems like like they've just marched th- straight through everything. All the brush is trodden down. Everything is broken. There's there's no attempt at trying to sneak into these woods or anything. And eventually you come upon a little stream that is just kind of flowing freely southward a little bit. And the footprints cross this stream. And then from where you are, why don't you make perception checks? Can we just use the last one we rolled before I do that? 23, baby. No, I want you to make a new one. <laughs> it's oh. a nat one. A six. Yes. <laughs> Gideon, you don't have to make one because you're far enough back that they would see any of this before you. Um, so, Haskell. So, what do I see? <laughs> Theron's, like, busy just trying to stay next to you and away from Brax. And Brax is busy kind of moving closer to Theron and seeing if he goes a little bit faster whenever he does that. <laughs> And all of a sudden, you spot, like, across the stream, these footprints all of a sudden start spreading out, and it goes up a hill to a really thick copse of wood, a, a, a very thick area, patch of trees, and you see movement in those trees. Okay, if we're moving, I throw my arm out to stop Theron. And I start to push him back. Like, if we're, if we're near a bush, I try to push him back so that we start backing into the bush. What? What? And what I'm are like, you doing? Go, 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 what go, are you go. Doing? What? Go where? There's something up there. They're, I think they're up there. All right, I, I duck behind the bush with them. God follows. I'm so. far enough behind that I'm not in danger of being seen by these guys, right? I think I'm just going to stop where I am. Yeah, you stop as soon as you see them going, like, crouching behind a bush. And now there's four people crouched behind a bush, and Gideon is standing about 40 feet back just watching them. And I use uh, Thieves Can't Sign Language to Haskell to say, uh, have we been made? Um, Haskell's going to sign back. I'm not entirely sure if they saw we might have been okay, but there was movement in the tree line. That's a lot of sign language. Basha. Brax signals that he's going to move flank right. In thieves can't now. Okay, the Haskell nods. <laughs> I was gonna say this is very important. Is it in thieves can't or is it in like military? But Theron's eyes go wide when uh, he signals to us in thieves can't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. So he breaks off right and moves along the creek, hiding in brush and everything. And the three of you are left here. And Gideon's off behind you. How do you guys want to handle this? Um, someone needs to go notify Gideon. I'll go. Oh, get me to it. So, Theron, you <laughs> crouch 
you shuffle your way back to Gideon. Uh, okay, did, so did I get to Gideon, something? I run up to him, and stop. I do a long, dramatic bow. Oh, yes, my lord. Uh, I softly <laughs> clap. Um, thank you, thank you. Uh, yes, the, the, the soldiers we're following have spread out. They might be setting up an ambush, according to our friend uh, Haskell. But good news is Brax has went up there by himself, so, you know, maybe if there's a trap, he'll spring it and get himself killed. Uh, that's suboptimal. Um, eh. did, oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's a matter of perspective, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I mean, I, I, I can't afford to get too close. They're, they're liable to hear me making all this noise in this armor. But um, Take it off. At this point, Dwight has snuck up to him as well and says, well, you could just go up and talk to him. Yes, I, I don't. Maybe I it don't, worked once. I don't think oh, hi, that we're going to be able to talk our way out of this one. I believe this one's going to come to blood. I mean, it's it's the reason we're all here. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah, I have an idea. I have right. an idea. In, See, uh, my mother used to read me these stories when I was young um, about brave heroes and whatnot. You, Sir Gideon, you could be the brave hero, go up and say the whole one-on-one combat thing y'all do. Um, you kill him, and his soldiers go, wow, you're a hero, and then they go back. Problem solved. Uh, I mean, can I grab a rock and throw it real far away to see if they react to it with... Yeah, Haskell. Way to be active. Um, just, just, <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, you just do it. You throw a rock. Roll <laughs> athletics. <laughs> Yeah, well, oh, yeah, why not? I mean, do I like it. Roll athletics. Plan. We'll see what Roll happens. Athletics. Yeah. Oh, the God, one thing you're not good at. It's not good, I don't think. <laughs> oh, no. You're, you're negative one to athletics. <laughs> you have a negative one to athletics? Five. <laughs> yeah. Uh, athletics is strength based. <sighs> yeah, my strength <laughs> is not my strong suit. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha. <laughs> that. <laughs> that shouldn't have been as funny um, as it was. Oh. Gideon's all muscle and no touch. Oh man! So you you go to fling this rock and like to make a noise, and it like slips out of your hand and only hits a few feet away it's from like you. Like you basically threw a rock to say, "I'm standing right here." Of course. Um. Yeah. <laughs> oh, nothing happens. <laughs> All right. Immediately. Do you throw another one? <laughs> yeah. Do you? Okay, sure. Why not? Let's do it. Okay. Do another athletic throw. <laughs> okay. Oh my god. <laughs> Oh, oh, no. oh, no. <laughs> you thinking about putting the third? Oh, I put a fourth. Thinking about putting the okay, so, so does that mean? <laughs> oh my! You're God. like, I think I should throw oh, another rock no. and move out from behind the bush and pick up the first rock you threw like two feet and throw it. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, oh, I'm so God. sorry. So, I'm so be an athletic troll instead of throwing That's a rock. He was just going to give it to you. This flag that says, I'm standing here. (laughs) You pick up like a big heavy rock and you fling it and it splashes in the creek right next to you. (laughs) And this huge splash goes up and hits you with water. Okay. Upside, it's just me behind the bush, right? Everyone else is called that. Yeah, upside, it's just you behind Um, this bush. Do we hear that? Yes, you definitely hear the splash of water as Haskell throws a rock into the creek, and it bounces wow. off of other rocks, and it's a fairly lar- loud noise. Oh, that doesn't sound good. It sounds like someone needs saving. I wonder if Haskell's there. Quickly save them. 
so as that happens, a f- crossbow bolt flies right by Haskell, just missing you. Love that for me. Dwight says, oh shit. And then he runs into the tree line to the left. Is there any way? No, I was going to say that I probably am not able to even change my position, right? You're kind of stuck behind a bush right now, and it seems that they know that you're there. Uh, yeah. <laughs> we'll go. Uh, I mean, I hate to do it, but we're going to go with the initiative that's on the at the app. Yeah, so there is a thick... Um, Thicket? What is the word I'm looking for? It's a thick grouping of trees in front of you. I mean, you could call it a thicket. Where I said thicket. A thick, yeah. thicket. That's it. A thick grouping. A thicket. I was ignoring when you said it, Brad. I know. I just um, wanted to thicket. point out that I said thicket, and then everyone else acted like it was their idea. And yeah, we're like, oh sure, let's call it thicket. <laughs> I mean, I'm just gonna cut this out. Oh, I and know. I'm cut I know. You you're gonna it cut it out where so. I look like the asshole. Huh? No, I know. The winners control the history, uh-huh. Brett. But I think it's a thicket. <laughs> Oh, that's Thicket is great. I I like that a lot. Thank you, Gideon, for supplying that Uh word. If only someone Uh, else had said it first. (laughs) Word? Well, I'm going to call it a thicken. Well, I was thinking like a copse, because a copse is like a small group of trees, but I don't think it quite gets what I want. No one knows what that is. Um, So there's this thicket in front of you, and there was movement in it that Hoskell noted. It's about 30 feet away from Hoskell, up a hill a little bit. Hoskell is stuck behind a bush. Brax went to the right and disappeared. A crossbow bolt missed Haskell, and now Dwight runs to the left. And we're entering initiative. I'm dead last. You are dead last, which is really insane. A zero. Fucking zero initiative. Okay, best for last. Yeah, that's that, we'll go with that. Yeah, that's okay, we'll sure. Best for last. Uh-huh. Yeah. Last yeah, nice. last, I like maybe. that. Um, <laughs> Jeez. We'll pretend. Uh, <laughs> we'll pretend. <laughs> oh, boy. I have really selective hearing. This is like when I didn't hear that Brett suggested a thicket. I don't think he did. I think he's just claiming he did. The recording will yeah. tell yeah, us. Yeah, I'm, I'm, we can trust um, the recording, I'm sure. So two soldiers step out of this thicket and start coming down the hill toward Huskell. They haven't noticed Theron or Gideon as of yet. They both have crossbows drawn and are kind of pointing them at the bush that Haskell is behind. So Haskell, you had a five. So Theron, you're technically going to get to go first. Haskell is 30 or 40 feet away from me. Haskell is probably, yeah, about 30 to 40 feet away from you. And these guards are about. Okay, so I can move 35 feet. So I'm going to move all of my movement towards Haskell, more towards Haskell than the guards. And when I get to the end of my 35 feet, I'm going to uh, use cunning action as my bonus action and hide. Make a stealth roll. That's a nat 20. Holy shit. Bada bing, bada boom. You like fade into the woods. You move away from Gideon and he actually loses track. I figured you existed. Yeah, you you basically (laughs) with a 28. You just disappear, and nobody knows where you are at this moment. So that was your your bonus action, your movement. So you have a regular action as well. Uh, I mean, I, I think I'm done. Could throw a dagger at these guys, but no, no reason to give up my hidden position. I'm just gonna hide behind a, this tree that I'm behind. Don't want to attack them at all. Okay. 
Well, okay, whatever. Uh, <laughs> um, geez, you guys all have such low initiative. So these two cards, they yell out, "Come out be- from behind that bush!" Mm, no, I-, I think I'm okay here. <laughs> Come out, or we shoot. Doesn't seem too threatening. There, there, there's more of us. We'll, we'll come and get you. Well, at least they're not going to shoot you. Okay, but how about this? How about I stay here and and you walk back to the trees? He looks at his friend. Should should we just do that? No, we're not going to do that. Shoot at the bush. We're not going to hit them like behind the bush. I, I don't know. Um. So they both are confused and they skip their turn. We got the Tweedle <laughs> twins here. <laughs> Just because of how awkward that was, uh, Blake, it's your turn. <laughs> Hell yeah, I saved myself. <laughs> <laughs> Good thinking. Dwight's going to move up through the, you know, through the tree line and kind of get a scope on the situation of like where they come from. Make a perception roll to see if you can see more. Come on, baby. God damn it! I'm done with this roller. So you you see the two guards that are getting closer to Haskell. And you see a little bit of movement still in the trees, but you can't really make out where they are or like how many there are in there. Um, you're flanking along the left, so you have a pretty clear line of sight on the two guards coming up on Hoskell, but that's really all. And they're, we'll say at this point, you're about you're about thirty feet away from them and Hoskell. Okay, um, I'm going to uh, recognize their garb. And I want to shapeshift into like another guard, like from the camp. You using your eldritch? My eldritch invocation. I think I had my my mic turned off when I said he rolled a 12 on that perception check. I said it. It's the most bizarre oh, okay. thing because I've bad. been hearing you chat about a storm down there in real life, but nothing coming through the, my mic. But I wasn't going to curse everybody by letting you know. Good. <laughs> I'm sure everyone appreciates it. Yeah, I'm gonna shape shift into one of the like the their garb and to like a sim you know similar like look. Do I see that happen? You shouldn't. Um. Well, why don't why you make a perception roll? Twenty one. God damn it! You are watching Dwight move his way along the left, and all of a sudden his whole like who he is shifts. Okay. And all of a sudden, he looks like one of the guards. Theron stores that away with the weird information. That is an action. I'm not done. Okay. Well, you have a bonus action to do. And move. They're going to do it at will, so, but is that so it's going to be action? It is at will, but it does cost an action to do. Okay. Well, I'm going to um, walk up like on the guards. Okay. Hey, what's going on down here? Are you looking like them just in their garb? Or did you change your face to look like any of them? In their garb and just like, you know, normal face that they might have like in their fucking camp. Okay. So just a ge- generic humanoid face. <laughs> yep. um, just an average, they both, everyday normal guy. They both kind of jump a little bit when you come from the side like that. And they look at you and they go, who are, who are you? <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> what do you mean? I'm, I'm Ted. From, <laughs> what do you mean you don't remember me? Make a persuasion roll. Or no, deception. Deception. Definitely deception. I would have been persuaded. Deception. Please give him advantage. He's in disguise self. Give him advantage. Disadvantage. Are you kidding me? With advantage? No. No, not with advantage. They know the cards that travel. They're wearing their armor walking up. (laughs) I'm dead. I'm dead. 
you should have advantage because Ted's normal name. That's a 13. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. I mean, what's. <laughs> You're, one of them points their crossbow at you now and goes, Who are you? <laughs> Dude, what are you doing, dude? You're not supposed to point crossbows at each other. What? Like, what? What are you doing? What's going on down here? What are y'all? What are y'all doing? What are you pointing a crossbow at me for? Is Dwight still drunk? Dwight's drunk a little bit from the leftover wine that Theron Dwight gave is him. in the pocket right now. He's got um, right where he wants him. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so that's your turn. That is that's your turn. Um <laughs> oh, and we're all just a bunch of bumbling idiots. <laughs> How, D- Dwight, what's your AC? Is he really gonna shoot me? Why would he? These two are not. Their turn's over. What's your AC, Dwight? 14. Hold on, hold okay. on, hold on, hold on. No, it's not. No, it's not. Yeah, it is. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot I have leather armor. Oh, yeah. So, two crossbow bolts come out of the woods. One of them goes past you, and the other one hits you. Um, it does... Hey, this is a funny that. scene. It does Guys, five damage. We've stepped into some deep shit. Yeah, we're in. We are. We are in some shit. This is. This is Ow. scary. Ow. Um. Yeah. No. I. Pascal, it is your turn. Yeah. Dwight says, "What are you idiots oh doing? It's me, Ted." So there's two guards. <laughs> it's Ted. Hey, what are you shooting? Shot Ted. Don't know Ted. <laughs> We went to school together. What's my name? I don't even know. I don't even know. You have two guards in front of you. One of them is now facing Ted. Um, The other one is still kind of facing you, but he's definitely watching Ted almost as much as he's watching you. You're behind a bush. Yes. Um, uh, other than Ted, who who you did not see change, you did not see Dwight change into. Ted. Yeah, I'm like, who the yeah. Fuck as far as you know, these guys are now attacking one of their own guards. Uh, you don't know where Theron is. You can still see Gideon a ways back, who's just kind of watching mm. all this unfold. <laughs> all <laughs> this, all of this happens in a matter of like kind of thirty six. Yeah, well, six yeah, throughout a round of combat is six seconds, yeah. so it's like a flash. I kind of want to move positions while they're distracted. Okay, Ooh, that's good. How um, how do you want to move with their with their feet? Probably. <laughs> All right now. Um, I thought they would do a handstand and just kind of walk their way that way. I was telling you, do a cartwheel. Um, harder target. I don't know, like roll out of the way so that they're not like getting up and running because I feel like that's kind of <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> not a good idea. So are you gonna roll? Left is kind of heading toward Ted. Right would be heading toward the crick that you splashed yourself with earlier. Yeah. Is there... Can I just, like, move back? Yeah. 
but behind a tree, so I'm not really like exposed as much as also being don't behind forget, a bush. You can, that, you can oh, yeah, move. They can shoot anywhere you want. Like I think you can move thirty feet, and then you can do what I did and cunning action hide. Oh yeah, that's right. Okay. Well, you yeah. don't even have to technically cunning action yeah, because you're taking a regular action. Your movement's a free action. Um, you could even cunning action dash. I can move. You could, if they hid right here, that's the action. But they could move and then cunning action hide. Yeah. Let's do that then. Um, is like the right side. Is that is there like more true? Because I imagined like we were walking towards the the creek, but there's like kind of like a path and to the right side of that path is more trees. I thought the creek was behind us. Am I am I correct? Did we cross that? the creek to get here? You had crossed the creek. It's kind of flowing alongside you and then he- like let's say the creek's heading east right next to you and then curves to the south behind you. Mm. So you guys crossed it but you're still kind of alongside of it now. So you if you like run to the right you're going to run through the creek. If you run back, you're heading toward Gideon. So you could kind of like roll and move back like 30 feet and hide in some trees near Gideon, and that would be perfectly fine. Or you could go and dive in the like the few inches of creek water and see if you can hide in that. That sounds like a good idea to me. How long can you hold your breath? No, let's not do that. Yeah. Um... That's what I do. Everybody knows Ted's the best at hiding. Let's move. I didn't. I don't know where Theron went either. Yeah, I mean, I guess let's let's move back, and then I'll use my cutting action to hide. Okay, so you you move back, and you find like they're kind of distracted. So you get you get back and behind a tree, and then so yeah, roll roll stealth. Yeah, twenty five. Yeah, I don't know why I have Haskell roll stealth. Um. <laughs> so you get behind this tree. That was a cunning action, and. You do have your regular action now. So, yeah, you could attack now, or you could kind of... Yeah, can I use my... Please don't attack Ted. Uh, I don't have a lot of HP. Yeah. To attack? I'm not going to attack Ted. I'm going to attack the one on the right that... The one that's competent. Attack the one that of... seems more competent. Yeah. <laughs> the one was bad at their job. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, they... Well, the one on the right was the one who was like confused because he thought they should go oh, back. No, that's the wrong Haskell one to attack. To go back. Um, mm, true. Change plans. Okay. Change plans. <laughs> the, the one, one that's that, challenging. Yeah, yeah, the, the, the one that's like, the is Ted like, real? Failing. Who are you? Roll. <laughs> yeah, gotta get that guy out of here. Roll an attack roll with advantage because you're hiding behind this tree and they're kind of distracted by Ted. Okay. Uh. This this is a sneak is this a sneak attack? This is a sneak attack. Did yes. Gideon move after? Oh, Gideon, Gideon has not moved yet. So I would do two d six. So your attack roll is your your one d eight plus five. No, that's your damage. Attack roll is just oh, a d twenty okay. plus. Uh, it's proficiency in dex, whatever that is combined. Okay, six. Then right. Yep. Okay, so plus six. God, you're level four. Okay, so sorry, I have to. Oh, I'd forgotten about that. That's yeah, so she's two great. levels higher than you guys. Oh, we need that. Heskel, you're gonna have to carry us here. Twenty-five. Another twenty-five. Nice. Yeah, that that hits. So now you roll your your short bow damage, which is a D eight, I think. Okay. 
Yeah, I don't have that one saved, so I need to... And you'll add your dexterity to it after the fact. Add dex, okay. Oh, so I, I, um, uh, That's a... I not that gap, okay. but you Short add... Uh, a D6, actually, you add your sorry. strength to a short bow. Not your dex. I mean, we need we need, we need to get short right, bows so are not finesse weapons. So you add your strength. Orion. Yeah, so it's a D six plus your strength modifier. It is a D six. Yes. Just minus one. Okay. This is probably not going to go well. Yep. Three. Three. Okay, and then roll two more D six for the surprise attack. Okay. Sneak attack. Five. So eight total damage. Okay. That's still that's still a good chunk of damage. Oh yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, this guard. <laughs> That is in front of. Just to be clear, I'm doing this from behind the tree. Yes. Like I'm peeking out. Okay, I'm just making. Yeah, sure. you're basically <laughs> at like half cover. You pulled your short bow out and just flung an arrow at him. It pierces through his side, and he kind of stumbles in front of Ted. Um, yeah. Okay. I was looking up the short bow, and it is range weapons are always dexterity. The rules are in the combat section. So because it's range, it, it is dex. Is all range. So do I need to redo anything? Thrown weapons or no. strength. It would just be a little bit out of damage. Okay. Now, where's your facts and information, Brett? Well, okay, wait. Sorry, I'm seeing two different things. One is you add your dex to the modifier because it's a uh, range weapon. I mean, that, it's that's not a finesse what weapon, I've always so Do not add the dex to the short damage. Short don't say finesse. How about how about we? My suggestion is let it be let it be Dex tonight, and we'll look it up before next time. And instead of spending time tonight trying to figure yeah, out, yeah, I to think do. that's what we'll do. Mm-hmm. I was gonna say we need to cut this discussion short. So yeah, we'll let it be Dex. Just so you get to add your Dex modifier to that damage, which puts you at a twelve, I think. Yeah, my Dex is four. Yeah. So this guard goes down. You pierce his side, and he goes down into the dirt. Um, it is now Gideon's turn. How far away from them am I, the ones that are in the, ro- in the path? About 40 feet. Alright, I'm, I'm gonna dash, take the dash action, and I'm gonna... I'm going to intercept them. Okay, so you, you dash forward in your... What are you wearing? Plate armor? Heavy armor? What, what? what is it I started with? I'm so sorry. It's okay. It's not on your character sheet, so I wasn't. I don't know either. I actually don't have that my my written character sheet in front of me tonight either, guys. I apologize for that, but uh, it's chainmail. Chainmail. Okay, so you run forward in your chainmail and just dash into these guards. Well, the one guard left standing. So you tackle in this guy, basically? Uh, I don't think I'm allowed to do that. Okay. Yeah, dashing kind of takes all of your action, your movement and your action. We got a bonus action stuff you got, Carson. Yeah, I mean, if you had a bonus action, you I, could use. I but... got some bonus action stuff, but it basically only applies. Can you heal Ted? Um, I think I have to take an action for that, and also I have no idea that you are my ally, so I don't yeah, know why I would do that. Know Ted. But um, Haskell hits this guy with a, an arrow as you come charging into the middle of them, and now you're in the between Ted and this other guard, and you know there's at least two more in the woods right above them. And, well, obviously that's the end of the order, because... If you're looking for a fight, you found one, I say, and I, I brand, brandish my uh, Warhammer off my back in two hands. And then Ted says, look, I think we all just need to talk here. I think we're all getting a little trigger-happy right here. 
This man is clearly important. Look at his armor. This is clearly a man of the Commonwealth. Oh, shit. <laughs> Ted starts crying over his friend that just fell to the ground. Um, yeah, see, I'm on you guys' side. They killed Larry. His name wasn't Larry. Uh, you, okay, so Gideon rushes in. Gideon does rush in. Gideon rushes like Magnus. Mag- Gideon Burnsides. Haskell killed that guard with the damage. Yeah, hey, Haskell uh, killed one of the, oh, the soldiers in front of I, you. I forgot that. No, I love this. that oh, no. guy. <laughs> it's one of us. Bill. Bill. Can I roll like an inside check to see if I could see what if his name is like? You if can I probably roll an inside check to see how they react to you calling <laughs> random guard Bill. <laughs> Did you to what, to what end? There's, no, we're we're not going through this. Ted, Bill, Larry, Jeff, you, or the guards. We're we're gonna move forward. Um, the four of you are down around this creek, and at least one guard, possibly two. You're not really sure about the second guard because he kind of came out of nowhere, and the guards seem confused by him. And then you hear a noise. Of like a scuffle going on in the trees above you, and now Theron, it is your turn. I also have right? been looking at it, yeah, and okay. I think I was—I think I was wrong. I think uh, both all ranged weapons use Dex for both. Um, so you're right on that, Ryan. It's—it's it's, it's really not. I don't know why I questioned you. Not surprising. You. Um. <laughs> okay, so the only—the only people I can see is Ted. Um. But but I know Ted is Dwight, and uh, yeah, you know Dwight is Ted. Then this other guy that's still alive, but there's people firing on us that I can't see. Yes, I get Theron is going to curse himself for doing this, draw his rapier, and slip out from behind his tree and attack the surviving guard that is not Ted. Yeah, Ted, but also not Bill either. So. So so I'm attacking I'm attacking the surviving guard. Uh do I get advantage on that since he doesn't see me cuz I'm hiding? I mean you're not hiding anymore. You came out of hiding. Nah, yeah, you can have advantage. We'll still call it a sneak attack cuz he's his friend has just went down. He's confused so by everything going on around that, him. Well, I just want to know if I'm, I have advantage I'm within on five the feet attack. Of him anyway, all right? So it was an oh, 18 yeah, first yeah, and an 11. He's within 5 feet. So I assume they taking hits if not I'm in trouble. Yeah, the 18 hits. All right, so that's 10 damage for my rapier, and... Sneak attack? How do you kill plus, it? Plus one damage for my sneak attack. <laughs> um, oh, yeah, you only have 1d6 because you're level 2. Yeah, because I'm level 2. I'm not level 4 like some people. Um, <laughs> so do I I, I... I do kill him? You... you, you yes. <laughs> yes, you just barely managed to kill him, but you okay. kill him. Um... So Theron slips out from behind his tree, runs up behind this guy, draws his rapier, and uh, like steps forward with his left foot, pulls the rapier back, hesitates for about half a second, and then stabs the rapier into the guy's heart, but into his back, but hits him in the heart, pulls it out, and then kind of watches the guy crumble to the ground, pauses for half a second again looking at that like, what? And then I want to cutting action hide. Ted's just in it all right now. He throws his hands up like, what the fuck is going on? Oh, my God. 
Gideon is turning towards Ted because he's the only other person that I can see yeah. wearing these guard, these guards colors. Like, like you're like you're <laughs> next, and then, Ted. And then Ted looks over like Gideon is like, no, it's me. My my stealth roll is eighteen to hide again. Okay, so you you run out of nowhere. No one even saw you coming. You stab through this guy killing him, and then you dive behind a bush. Um, <laughs> it's enough to hide from the other soldiers, and your party just sees you dive behind a bush and disappear again. Now it's... Well, that one's dead, and that one's dead. Ten more. So, the two guards in front of you are dead. It is... Uh, there's Ted, still it's one your more. turn. There is one... Well, there's And Gideon's on. Gideon is beside you. Haskell is hiding. Haskell also a... doesn't know that you're. Yeah, it's only yeah, you, me. Gideon. Yeah, you're looks you're at... in a spot. Of tr- okay, I'm you're in sorry. a spot of trouble for the moment, uh, Ted. Dwight lets down his disguise for a moment and looks at Gideon's like it's fucking me. <laughs> okay, now here's the thing. Uh, that's an action, but I mean, what else am I going to do? It says you can cast it at will, but it says you can cast disguise self at will, and disguise self by it's itself an does take yeah, action. At will doesn't mean free action. At will means well, I just thought like okay, a face but, blur of like okay, never mind. I'm not going to do that then. But, but I mean, you 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 could just you could just say the words exactly. Well, yeah. Now, since we want to be technical, I'm just kidding. I understand. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna look at Gideon and say it's me, Rock. I didn't want to let the cat out of the bag this early, but I don't care if they know shapeshifters with them. Fuck it. I'm going to be with them a while. So I'm going to use this and let um, them have a mystery of like, what the fuck? We got this shapeshifter with us. Yes, you do. Gideon, how do you, how do you respond to this? I want to roll inside. Okay. That, I'm fine with that. I was going to say, if you didn't want to, yeah, roll inside and see what happens. Oh, uh, five. Fuck. Mm. Oh. <laughs> I don't know what that means for you, Orion. Yeah, me either. <laughs> He's lying. He's not Dwight. <laughs> Gideon's just thinking, oh shit, this guard got to Dwight and knocked him out and is now pretending to be Dwight. How does he know Dwight's name? <laughs> I will kill you, imposter. Why is he telling me his name? I very clearly heard you say your name was Ted. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what your play is here, Holy Ted. Ted. I, don't e- I don't even know how. how, how. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how to resolve that, buddy. I really don't. Uh, five on your I'm side. so glad uh, that you're so, DM for this. So, <laughs> so, Gideon, Ted the soldier stands in front of you going, I'm Dwight. <laughs> I'm Dwight. The only thing I, I think. I think the only, I think the only thing I can say in this situation is, what? <laughs> yeah, I think you're. I don't think you're gonna. You're just so confused right now. I think. I think for the moment you're. You're not gonna. You're, you're not gonna feel the need to attack Ed slash Dwight. But you're probably not. You're not gonna trust him until he proves it either. Uh, <laughs> All right, I've got my next move planned out here. <laughs> Well, that's good. Cause it, so, 
I mean, you still oh, done goodness. An, you haven't done an action technically yet. You just nope. said something. That's a free action. Yep. So do you want to do anything else? I'm going to look at him again and say, please don't kill me. <laughs> I want to run into the woods. <laughs> you're going to... You're gonna run. I'm gonna turn. Yeah, I'm gonna turn left. <laughs> going left. Exit. Stay left. <laughs> this. This even area. I fast. Please don't kill me. I run away. <laughs> Was he within five feet of me? I'm. <laughs> Oh, no. no, we'll say you ran in between all these guards. I'd say you're about you're he's about ten feet away from you. He he says, please don't kill me, please don't kill me. And then he turns. So you're running if you turn left and run, you're technically running straight toward the, the thicket of trees. Hey, um can I can Theron talk on someone else's turn as a free action? Or do I have to wait till it's my turn? Yeah, I mean, if Theron wants to yell yell something out, so I'm fine with that. He, after he says, please don't kill me, and runs away, you hear Theron's voice from behind a bush say, Vasha! It's, it's Dwight, you dimwit! He can cast okay. spells! So, Dwight... Vasha! Oh, God. So, so Dwight... Are, are you trying to run toward the trees where the other gar- soldiers were? Yeah, but I'm kind of like going to go around them. Like, I'm going to try to get to a flanking okay. position from there. You're not going to go straight to them. And throw <laughs> oh. So you're not running. <laughs> no, I have to pop out of the woods again. But hey, it's going to be another round of hello. Can you please dead. warn the guards that we're coming? <laughs> Guys, it's me, dead. <laughs> Me. Yeah, I'll wait till they get into like another group and I'll pop up on them too. Like, hey, what the fuck is going on out here, guys? This is crazy. By the way, this is oh, Please don't kill me. Guys, it's me too. Kill those guys. All right. Okay. All right. All right. Okay. All right. Um, okay. So you're running around this thicket of woods where the guards were hiding in, or the soldiers were hiding. Um, mm-hmm. and we're gonna try to go left around them, like to the left. Yeah, like. yeah. There's it's it's a it's a small thicket, but it's thick enough that you can't like see them still like through it without going into it. So you're kind of circling them without seeing them. Um, so make a per- make a perception roll for me, and then we'll see if you actually can spot like somebody in there to attack. Come on, baby, be good to me with all this good character work I've been doing. There we go. It's an 18. Okay. Oh, my. So you, you do spot another soldier standing in this thicket, but he's not facing you or even facing the group of your friends, your allies. But but you're you're too far away to get in with a melee attack. So, like, 40 feet. Well, you already moved around to the left. That's what I'm saying. You kind of started right. moving around. So right. I'm going to say you used your so movement he, to do so that. He seems like the next wave of like front guard closest to them. Yeah, he's the one. He's probably one of the ones that has been shooting at you guys from in there. All right. Um, so how far is he from the from where I come from? Like 30 feet? Yeah, he's about 30 feet into the, the thicket. All right. So you, you'd definitely be able to reach him next time. Um, 
Next up is technically this guard. And you guys hear the sound of fighting in this thicket. And now it is... And now it is Haskell's turn again. I guess... um, Could I maybe move? No, that wouldn't help. Where the hell is Brax? Where did he go? He went he flanked, towards the right. Yeah, he flanked right, and you haven't seen him since. That's the sound of fighting you hear, probably. Yeah, probably. we did just hear fighting okay, in the thicket. Yeah. And as far as you know, I mean, you don't know where Dwight is. Maybe. <laughs> um, as far as Gideon knows, Ted's defected <laughs> from them and is fighting with some other um, guards in that thicket. He got a man on the inside. Would I be able to move towards the tree line, but like obviously hide since yeah there's now commotion going on oh yeah definitely yeah you can move right up to the tr- to the the thicket at this point and then you can i won't even make you roll a perception check you you get right up to this this thicket line and you can look in and you do see brax and a a soldier in the middle of combat just one just one you see a body laying on the ground so annoying nice um, this happens to Theron a so lot. Good at this. <laughs> um, I'll do. I'll I'll shoot another arrow. Okay. Yeah, make an attack roll. You can do it with advantage because he is in. He is completely distracted. So. Okay. Oh shit! Sorry. 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 Sixteen. That hits. Um. Yeah. Roll your damage. Eight. Did I do that right? D six plus your dexterity. Oh, I'm sorry. I rolled for sneak attack. Yeah. I'm so sorry. That's fine. <laughs> There we okay. go. Seven. Yeah, you you hit him with this arrow as Brax is fighting him, and he goes down now. So that's actually two soldiers you've killed. Brax turns to you and goes, "Thanks." Haskell nods. Yeah. So at, at this point, you have Brax is in the thicket. Haskell is right in front of the thicket, and Dwight is moving left around the thicket. Gideon is maybe about twenty feet away from the thicket or so. And Theron is somewhere behind a bush. Uh, is and it's Gideon's turn. It is Gideon's turn. While well, we are still in combat, um, we're gonna slip out of combat now, but we'll probably jump right back into it depending on what happens. Seems here quickly. Um, on my turn or yeah, you know, you'll get to start. You'll get to start it unless something crazy happens. So you guys can kind I, of. I I do want to move into the thicket. Okay. So yeah, you move into the thicket. There's two soldiers on the ground with swords and crossbows next to them. And Brax is standing with a long sword, breathing a little heavy from his fight. So Ted is Dwight. Ted is Dwight. He looks at cocks his head to the side and looks at you. And then he looks around. I guess if we see that guy, Ted out there again, let's just not kill him unless he tries to attack us first. So that's, that's a a good handful of them dead. Good work. Hoskell. Um, Forget about it. Have you come into the thicket yet? Hear, I don't know that you're here. You hear from behind a bush. <laughs> you're behind a bush somewhere. So yes, and good good work to the to the bush over there. Um, <laughs> so there. I mean that that's a pretty good thing out of their forces, but obviously they knew to expect us. Yes, they were waiting for us. It seems. If everyone is just standing around and talking, I'm not going to hide anymore. I'm going to walk out with the group. Yeah, you guys all group up in the thicket real quick. Um, Ted, what are you doing? Ted, do you ch- cast Disguise Self again to change yourself to look like Dwight? Hold on. Sorry, I'm, I'll saw him. Right, one more <laughs> second. Okay. 
So what has happened? Where am I out here? Uh, combat's over. Maybe. For now. Oh. Everybody's in the thicket. What happened? Everybody's dead. Everybody's dead. Haskell has two notches on their their pommel of their... I don't know. I don't know. On their bow. There we go. That works. <laughs> and so Haskell killed one, or killed two. Brax killed one, and Theron killed one. I guess. We could say that a lot of this was thanks to Theron. Ted distracting them. I like to think um, Ted was, you know, the star of the show. So, <laughs> so do you come into the thicket with the rest of them and cast Disguise Self to look like Dwight again? Yeah, I go back. Dwight, before I even approach him, I don't even let him see me shapeshift. And I come up and I'm like, man. I was like, what happened? What all happened? Hello guys? there, Ted. Where's Ted? He turns around. Who's, where, who's Ted? So I was going to like, no, none of this ever happened forever. Darren. Even though yeah, no, it, yeah, when, when Dwight says that, Darren <laughs> never just not. winks at you. It does not. It's me against Theron. It's Theron's word against. Oh, that's what I'm saying. Theron does not push the issue anymore. <laughs> he just winks at you. Excellent. Excellent. Okay. All right. So, so to push this forward, you guys are in this thicket, and you kind of you go to the far side of the thicket, and you can see that like this thicket was on like a, a a little hill, and then it drops back down on the far side of it. And it, it kind of opens up into a very lightly wooded area, and about a hundred yards away is a campsite with a large, very decorated, decorative tent sitting in the middle of it with two guards standing outside. And there's about about four or five other guards around this camp area. They don't look like they actually have noticed anything was going on up front. Like you guys got in quickly enough to stop them from being alerted. They're bad at their jobs. So there are. <laughs> I think they were expecting a warning from the guards they set up front, and instead they're just kind of now they're going about camp tasks. Are they at least wondering why Ted hasn't come back to give report? Yeah, they're very unsure of why Ted isn't hasn't been back yet. I just posted a picture of the campsite. You guys are to the east of it. The five of you are standing in a very like a well-hidden, like a thicket that's very thick, and they can't even see you. They have not noticed anything's wrong with their their forward guards. And so the five of you can kind of decide what you want to do from here, because there is a campsite with a very large tent with a number of guards kind of going about. How many guards can we it. see? Uh, from where you are, it's daylight. It's pretty open. You can see seven guards. Two of them are stationed at the front of the tent. Five are going about like the campfire, tending it, doing stuff like that. So just so you know, Theron, for math's sake, that means there's been eleven okay, guards see, so far. There's sorry, eleven guards. Not to correct so you, but you said Theron. I think he meant to say Brax. Counting the ones that we with Brax is the one that struggles with counting. Yeah, Brax probably killed. Eleven is very close to twelve. No, but that it's not that that 12. proves my point. Brax said six or twenty, and I said no around twelve. So you guys can decide how you want to go about this. It is uh, probably two or three in the afternoon, so it's still bright enough. Um, they haven't come up to check their guards because they probably assume that nothing has been going on. The sound of fighting was far enough away they couldn't hear it, and nobody actually raised an alarm. Dwight says, well, best to strike while the iron's hot. Are we going in brute force? Or? I, I would still like to throw my weight in behind the... Um... Noble warrior Gideon challenging the other noble warrior to a one-on-one combat. 
I think it would work. Hmm. Well, maybe we've whittled their numbers. Yes, down. they're probably terrified of us. Well, if they it only seems you know. to me that our numbers are even. Five of us and five of them. I don't dislike your There's plan, Theron. Uh, yeah, if, especially if if you and Hoskell are are hiding like you did before. I mean, we saw how effective that was. I think things will break in our favor. Yeah, we could just as they stand we now, sneak up on them and kill them, and then we'll have even better. Numbers. Or, yeah, or Gideon could kill them. The south, and we go home. Okay. Well, Theron, I I I I appreciate viewing things from that side, but. Sometimes you gotta get your hands dirty. I don't mind getting mine dirty if it comes to that, certainly, but the path of less resistance sometimes takes, you know, this is a little bit of effort. Brax looks at the four of you and goes, even odds, let's go. We, we don't have even odds. The they outnumber us two to one. <laughs> I'm, he I calls back, told you five on five. Count. I warned you all of this. What's the guy we're hunting? What's his name? Bandar something or other. Uh, <laughs> it's it it's ban it's ban it's Bander Tarber. Such a good DM. Bander response. Bander Tarber. General Bander Tarber of Yarway. Hoskell, Theron, you 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 both hide like you did before. Be prepared to spring from the shadows. The signal will be whenever I draw my warhammer off like of my. Pretty back. obvious signal, but okay. Uh, just so there's no confusion. We'll see how that and, would be. Uh, I definitely, I definitely, definitely fixed Dwight with a stare. <laughs> Dwight has already run into the woods and has run with Brax. You turn to look at Dwight, but you only see Ted. Who are you? <laughs> <laughs> Who is this mysterious uh, man? So you guys, you head straight down and toward the camp, Gideon. Yes, I want to like approach the front of the camp. Okay. Yeah, you step out of the thicket alongside Brax and start heading toward the the camp. What did Dwight? Do you go with them or do you hide? I've already been gone, like hiding. He's already like, hiding. So our two and a half rogues are going to kind of hide. It's it's seems to be the the uh, stereotypical plan for this group so far. <laughs> Haskell, Dwight, and Theron go to hide while Gideon and Brax move forward. And Brax has his long sword out still in his hands, but he's holding it loosely at his side. I've rolled a mighty 13 on that stealth check. Do I need to roll a stealth check? Yeah, you and Haskell. I got 18. 26. That's a nat 20. That's a nat Watch 20. Watch fucking win. That's a nat 20, though. That's a nat 20, though. Hell yeah. Okay. So Haskell and Dwight I'm wherever head I south and kind of cloak themselves in the woods. Theron like forgets to hide behind a few trees but luckily for him the guards around the camp don't notice him they instead also focus on gideon and brax heading straight toward them they sound an alarm and they start moving forward toward you guys so how close to the tent how far from the tent are we let's see i said about 100 feet from the thicket i'd say you got within 50 feet before they really get to you so they intercept us at 50 feet yes Whenever they raise the alarm, Gideon shouts, Bender! So you yell that out, and five guards are rushing out to meet you, and you kind of hear a, a yell of surprise from in the tent, but he does not step out. Bender, these men need to die like the others have. Come out and face your judgment. 
Oh, I didn't know anybody was dead. Do we need him? Is it like a dead or alive sort of thing? or? Oh, no. It's very much a dead kind of thing. I have, I have a tinderbox in my pack. What if I sneak behind the tent and just set it on fire? I mean, I'm good with that. Can a, t- a tinderbox do turn. that? Isn't that just matches? How flammable is this tent? I mean, the tent is canvas. I mean, it can, it can burn. I mean, I imagine it burn up pretty easy. You don't know how dry this tent is. No, I don't. I, no, 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 I don't. Don't make assumptions, Brett. I don't. Might be quite a tender. It wasn't an assumption. It was a question. Okay, Gideon. So you have five. It, we're starting off with you. So you have five guys coming at you. They kind of look a little unsure because you're yelling at for Bander, their leader. But he's not coming out of the tent. But they start pulling short swords out and move in front of you. I fix each of them. With a gaze in in turn, left or right, and say, "You will stand down, or you will die." Persuasion or intimidation? Which one do you want? Intimidation, definitely, definitely yeah. intimidation. Yeah. Is what I said. <laughs> do your roll. Sixteen. Not so bad. Oh yeah. DC tie goes to the. He's correct. We know you set that DC sixteen. Hmm. Uh-huh. You're busted. You had to pause too long. <laughs> you said it earlier. <laughs> yeah, you said it. Check the recording. The five of them. I, I love that this is turning into Gideon just telling everybody to stand down <laughs> and they kind of just do it unless they attack first. If it works, like if it they works. don't attack first, Gideon just tells them to stop and they stop. Um, so Gideon tells these men with a full authority of a general behind him, stand down and they stop. They see your, your armor and your regalia and they, they step to the side and kind of sheath their swords and stand at attention. Brax hisses beside you and goes, sad. They've not gone full rogue. I want to completely, um, or not completely, I want to, I want to approach the tent to about 20 feet away. Uh-huh. So I'm no longer having to yell. He can hear the proximity uh, and say, Bander, come out here and meet me. So this time you finally hear activity inside the tent and there's some swears, but the tent opens up and an older human steps out. He's he is about the same height as you in your armor, Gideon, but he's thinner and not as well built. He looks like he's he's very less. Um, he looks jacked. like his lifts are taller than yours. He hasn't seen as much time in war. Yeah. Yes, his lifts are. He's taller got like four yours. inch lifts on. It, he looks. Obvious. Yeah, he's he doesn't have an athletic build. He kind of just he's, he's thin from age, but he's not. Yeah, he's definitely a pencil pusher. His his butt's soft. Um, his butt's soft. He doesn't have. He doesn't have a nice hard. I mean, I'm 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 betting Gideon has a nice ass. Soft ass. Um, from all hard the military ass. activity. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, it's a complicated subject. We can get into it. I've got a whole thing. It's, it's missing a chunk from from combat, but I mean, we don't we're not talking about not getting it. the lore of Gideon's behind. <laughs> I'm That's picturing it kind of being like Dalinar's ass from uh, Stormlight Archives. You know, canonically, he has a very nice butt. That's a pretty high bar. I don't know about that. We can get back to the scene, though. <laughs> yeah, for real. We, we don't have to talk about Stormlight. Let's go. <laughs> this is why it's ADHD. Uh, so, so he's, he kind of he looks a little bit cowed and he goes, you must be uh, you're, you're Gideon. Aren't you? Ooh. Do you have anything to say? Do you have anything to say for yourself? What, what makes you think you can just c- c- command my men to stand down? These are these are my soldiers. 
I didn't command them to do anything. I obviously just carry more authority than oh, you do. I am the, the Grand General of Yarraway. <laughs> you think I'd be here if you were still the Grand General of Yarraway? Hmm. Baller. Men, uh, seize him! Attack him! The, the guards behind you don't move, and the guards on the either side of him from this tent kind of look at each other, and they actually step yeah. away from him at this point. I'm I'm going to ask a table talk question. Yeah. I was sent here with instructions to end this man, wasn't yes. I? Um, hey, yep. okay. I was thinking of like all right, to stealth up into straight like knocking well, his can I, back of his head. Can I? Can like, I take see, an easy way out? Can I step up into the scene out of hiding? Yeah, we're ki- we're kind of not in combat since it never really started. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, what are the rest of you doing while Gideon's having this discussion? Brax is standing about ten feet behind him, letting Gideon take the lead. So I was hiding, you know, like off to one of the sides, but I want to walk out into plain view. So imagine if they didn't see me, I just kind of suddenly appear and I'm walking onto the scene and I go, I have a proposal that humans tend to love that will just alleviate this entire situation. And here it is. A battle to the death between the two would-be generals, leaders, commanders of Yahweh. Brack, um, Gideon, or the I uh, pretender fix Bander with a with a steely glare and say, "I accept." He looks at you, Theron, and then looks at Gideon. And goes, "I, I have a lot of money. I can anything you want while on this continent. I can, I can get you. This doesn't have to be a fight. Your fate was sealed before I ever left the Commonwealth." He hesitantly pulls out his a, a short sword. Oh no! Like oh, short oh sword. no, my dear boy, oh, you you're in a lot of trouble. This man is going to kill you. I have a, I have a lot of power. It may not seem like it, but we I have a lot see. of power and influence. I I can I can set all I can set all of you up nicely. Power and influence with who? With other leaders of Vindowin, of 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 my soldiers. Dwight casts Charm Person from the bushes. What's your spell save, DC? Spell save, DC, is 14. Is it wisdom or intelligence? It's pretty sure it's wisdom. Okay, doesn't matter. He rolled a 19. He oh. is not charmed, and he knows that somebody no, tries it's to charm me. him. Oh, shit. Well, he, he, know he like, starts <laughs> looking around. If, if you're going to do this, just do it. Don't try to mess with my head. I don't know what you mean, but I agree. He, like, steps Let's towards you, Gideon, and holds up his sword. Commonwealth soldiers, note the one that tried to get out of one-on-one combat. Gideon is such a, or Theron is such a showman. He is. I appreciate you. Gideon pulls his warhammer off his back. I, I accept the duel. He, he swings at you. Whoa! You hadn't even accepted you yet, you sort of fight. He rolls an 11. I'm assuming that doesn't hit. This does not hit. Um, okay, I mean, is, is it just the two of it us? It is just the two of you, Are unless the guards have not moved. No. Into... You challenged him one on Well, yeah, you challenged can him one-on-one. On one can I move Theron's to the help. closest guard and say, 20 gold pieces on my guy? Any take us? 20 gold pieces on uh, Gideon? No. No? Coward. He'll probably no. kill you next. And what is Pascal doing at this point? <laughs> uh, they moved up to to like the right side of the tent, and they're just kind of leaning against it, watching. So I don't I don't know where these guards are watching this interaction, and then a tiefling appears 
your hood's probably up, so they might not notice you're a tiefling right away, but they yeah. definitely notice all of a sudden a shadowy cloaked figure just appears next to the tent and just leaning nonchalantly with a rapier <laughs> at their side as this guy swings at Gideon and just is rebuffed by your armor. And nobody nobody else is moving. Every it is it is silent here. Everything is still. The so, the other soldiers are watching at attention while you start this duel. I'm I'm going to cast a bonus action thunderous smite and then I'm going to swing with Dawnbreaker. I do still have Dawnbreaker. Yeah, you right? have Dawnbreaker. Everybody that. got a special magic item for their character. Oof. It's, uh, it's only a, it's only a 13. This guy's in trouble. Okay. I'm wielding this in um yep, two hands. So it's a D, it's a D10 plus C strength modifier is 3, isn't it? 5 damage and then D6. Jeez. It's 11 thunder damage on top of that. And for 300 feet around us, a peal of thunder cracks out and he's knocked 10 feet away from me. Jesus and knocked Man, he. Oh, I'm sorry. It's a strength saving throw. And that happens. Throw, if he fails. Strength saving throw. Strength saving throw from him. Uh, it's 14 because it's 11 plus your. Uh, I think that's right. Um. Yeah, he doesn't save. Man. This is not how I expected this to go, and it's exactly great. Uh, <laughs> so he, you have to set you great expectations. Around. Slam down with your war hammer. You slam it. He, okay. Let's let me start over. He swings his short sword at you, and it bounces off your armor, not even denting it. And then you, Gideon, doesn't even flinch whenever he tries to make his attack and land. He just stands oh, there and yeah, takes. He doesn't I expect it to do anything to him. Yeah, that's perfect. And then you bring your Warhammer about and smash him in the chest, and a peal of thunder rings out, and he flies back like a limp doll, hitting the ground and not moving. And it is just silence after this thunderous roar, basically. I, I guess I'll use my movement and close the distance between us. Okay. He he's on the ground. I want to. I want to. I, I mean, I want to check to see if he's. Uh, do a medicine check. It's just a ten. Okay, I was setting the DC at five. Uh, <laughs> All right. he, he's dead. You like flip him over and his chest is crushed in. His eyes are wide, but he is not breathing and there is no pulse. Vassals, bow down before your lord. I, I turn and I, I look at all the soldiers who are still standing. I said, as you can see, you picked the right side today. You must all understand that this is the fate of anyone who betrays the Commonwealth. Dwight is walking up and says, do you really trust them to not, if they find someone else that, that becomes a leader out here like that, for them not to turn again? You, look at these men. They're cowards. They're, do, you, do you expect them to not do this I'm again? Sure, I say we I'm just sure kill they'll them. they'll remember this moment. If that's... Will you not? What do you have to say for yourselves? One of the guards that was by the tent steps up and salutes you and says... We served him because he was our general. You bested him in combat. It was a fair fight. He struck first. We will return to the city and report back to our officers. You protect that city. You protect those people. That is your job. Dwight says, well, there's a price to pay if you want to get away from here. And I don't kill you. So give me, I don't know, give me your gold. (laughs) The soldier looks at Gideon yeah, and goes, is he with you? Yeah, yeah, I'm with him. Yeah, I'm Gideon. Dwight, Dwight, we're no mere highwaymen. <laughs> we're going to need gold where we're these, going, Gideon. These, 
I mean, these men have laid. Have, these have men are pieces of shit. Us. They can at least give us the gold for our trouble of going out of our way to have to come out here and do this. We can at least get some gold out of these fucks for coming out here. Are it, we not? Are we not being paid to to hunt down this bounty? Gideon, oh, you're definitely getting paid Gideon, for this. Gideon, Gideon. <laughs> Sometimes you gotta take a little for yourself, bud. You should value yourself, Dwight. Gideon. Dwight, shut up. You should value yourself more, Dwight. You will shut up now, or I will shut you up. The officer goes. You can have whatever's in his tent. And then he, he walks away and gathers his soldiers. Getting turns out while they're arguing, Theron wants to wink at Haskell yeah. and start looting the corpse of the, the dead guy. I, I mean you're doing you're doing this just in front of in front of Yeah, Gideon, I'm not trying you? to hide it, but y'all are busy arguing, <laughs> so I wink at Haskell and I start rummaging through this guy's corpse. Let me know what you find. Yeah, you step up beside Gideon. Sorry, go ahead. Uh, no, you're good. Jackie, I was just gonna say Haskell smirks and then goes inside the tent to rummage. No, hey, I'm hey, hey, not without me. Hey, we can both do Turn it. In. Oh my he lord. Run. Brax laughs at all this and then and then he kind of turns and watches the the soldiers as they they move away from you and start packing up their stuff to return to the city. So Dwight follows Hoskell into the tent. Theron is looting the body of the general, and Gideon is standing there, just finished yelling at Dwight. Congratulations, Gideon. You're the face of this campaign now. Everyone else <laughs> are dastardly bastards. You're the face. Well, I, I do have plus three to charisma, so... Um, yeah. I, I'm very curious to know what Theron finds on his body. And Brax is just out here with us still. Yeah, Brax is just chilling. He's not really seeming to be interested in the gold and stuff. He's actually just watching the soldiers pack up their stuff and keeping an eye on them as they do so. Lord. So, yeah, Theron, roll investigation. 21. Whoa, whoa. I found it all. Found it all. In his pockets, you find a number of gems worth about a hundred gold Mine. pieces. Pocket them. You find a like a, a a religious symbol that's probably only worth like a a few silver or something, and a couple of potions. But that's space. Oh, and you find a letter. You do find a letter. Okay. Um, Are you honest with me about everything you find? Um. Okay. Then I what I want to do is when I see the gems. I slip them into my pocket without anyone noticing. And then I'll take, you said there was something worth a few silver. There was like a, a religious yeah, item. Yeah, I'll take the religious yeah. item, the potions, uh, and the letter. I want to open the letter and read it before I give it away. There, Mr. Knows it. Uh, the letter simply states, the Commonwealth is coming for you. They know what you have been doing. Get out of the city while you still can. And it's signed, A Friend. So I do open the letter and read it to myself, hand it to, to Gideon, um, hand him the religious symbol, and then like wave the potions at him like, look what else I got, and stick them in my cloak. And then I go into the tent with Haskell. So the soldiers are still milling, up, milling about collecting their things, right? Is there any, are there any of them that look like they're lieutenants, you know, kind of higher rank than the others? The one guy who was talking to like you and then Dwight kind of accosted it looks to be is probably the head soldier there. Uh, I, I would like to approach him while everybody else is rummaging through the tent. He turns and salutes you as you walk up. Soldier, do you know what it was 
that Bandar was doing, who he was associating with. He shakes his head and goes, I, I don't know what he was doing at all. I, I was just following orders. You didn't see any strange characters or, or uh, he didn't behave strangely at any given time. He didn't meet people at odd hours of the night. Nothing like that. Everything he seemed to do was normal, normal for the grand general of the city. He was keeping an eye on the city. Uh, I never thought much of it myself. But Did he have an office? Yeah, his, his office was, well, you're not there to t- ask that. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, he he'd have a few clandestine meetings at night, but it, I mean, they could have just been spies working for the Commonwealth, as far as I knew. Yeah, soldier, you, I understand how difficult it can be when you're given orders by men you think you can trust. I'm I'm not accusing you of um, slothfulness or or anything of the sort. I just I need to better understand what it is Bendar has been doing. Because I suspect these actions don't end here with him. Perhaps I could see his living quarters or his office back in the city. Yeah, I mean his his office is in the keep, the the castle of the the city. So also, do you know who, who's going to be put in charge of the city in uh, now that the position has been vacated? I would. Assume that for now, until the Commonwealth sends a replacement, they would bring back the general of war. I'd very much like to speak with him as well, but you you men have done well tonight in choosing, or today, in choosing the, the proper side. There was, there was nothing that man was doing that was good. He nods and then says, with your permission, sir, I'm going to take my men back. Safe travels. So inside the inside the tent, Dwight and Haskell, you step inside of the tent and there's there's not too much in there. There's a a fantasy blow up mattress, an air mattress. Um, there's a little like chest off to the side. Uh, it is on the mattress. Yeah. You, Dwight starts to def- like to deflate the mattress. Well, that doesn't mean I'm, I'm tries to roll I'm it up. Being occupied by, I'm looking through other stuff. But I'm taking the mattress. Not my first priority, but I'm going to take the mattress. Um, in the chest is a large, uh, about five hundred pieces of gold. What do you say, kid? You take two hundred. I take three hundred. What? It, what? You, well, you counted it very fast. <laughs> um, it, it's it, it has ink and a pen. Um, there's random things like clothing and items like that that he just grabbed from his keep there's it's about 500 gold pieces with a couple like gems and stuff to all reach that total because i'm not going to be like oh there's three gems and 273 gold pieces Askel Um, happily takes whatever you end up splitting what (laughs) he offered you such a bad deal (laughs) i'm not worried about the money i am it's all about the money boys uh, I mean, Orion, you read that that note out loud. Theron, did you share that that note with no, me? No, that, that's what I said. Would, I read would... it to myself and handed it to you. I, I okay, said that. I handed it to you and showed. I handed that to you and the religious symbol worth a few silver coins. Showed you the potions, put them in my in my cloak, and went into the tent with the other two. So you have the note. <coughs> so yeah. Did we find anything else of note of like notary in the chest? Any notarized things? 
it's pretty devoid of anything of real value other than the gold. There's no, there doesn't seem to be any notes or letters. It's pretty empty. Like he was, he didn't bring a lot out here, and it seemed like he kind of rushed the packing. I'll look over the papers. Does he have a desk or anything like a table? No, he he definitely did not have a cart or anything to bring a table out with. Could be a folding table. Do I do I make it inside before they're done counting the coins? No, they're definitely. Oh, they is his horse fast. still around? His horse is still there. Okay, I I I definitely want to be fastening his his dead body to the the back of his horse so we can haul okay. him back with oh, us. Yeah, my Theron, horse! As you come... No. The... <laughs> <laughs> we have to go back now. <laughs> I I I, I know. The horse I back know. There. There. <laughs> it's it's very oh, sad. Oh, she's yeah. probably dead. I'm probably not dead, but I'm it, probably starving. It was a rental. Susan, we're totally oh. not going back. We're not getting that deposit. Did, did we get insurance? <laughs> she still had so much life to live. It's oh. been a it's been a day. <laughs> they're the, oh. they're horses. They're fat. They're probably oh, just grazing. <laughs> He's starved to death by now. Susan. <laughs> oh. Probably is dead. It's all your fault, Theron. Oh, well. Better go uh, see what's going on inside the tent. Oh, so, Theron, you go into the tent, and they're still there. You see Huskell and Dwight exchanging coins. Hey, what's this? What's this? What's this? My cut. It's nothing at all. Hey, hey split it with me. I and I will bring none of your business. You loaded the corpse. You made your decision. You chose the corpse instead of the tent. Get in! Get in! You're making me call father. Brax pokes his head in. What's going on here? Nothing. I didn't call for you. <laughs> yeah, he's being a little bit. He's being. You just hear Gideon call out from outside the, the tent. I don't care how you split up the loot. Figure it out for yourselves. And then Dwight says, exactly. And then kind of chops his coat and then walks out. Eh, okay. I walk out too. <laughs> did he have any, did he have any, like, was he traveling with any kind of alcohol or anything? You know what? Yeah, there's like a couple bottles of wine those. in that we, chest as well. I definitely pop those open. And, you know, everybody, offer everybody a drink. Dwight holds out the glass that Theron mm-hmm. gave him earlier that he's just been keeping. Oh, look at that. Some of us know how to share. So this is so you guys loot the body, loot the the tent. The soldiers pack up and they leave. And then I'm assuming you guys kind of get your stuff together and also start heading back toward the city. Yeah, Gideon's not going to uh ride the horse any that has, you know, the dead body strapped to the back of it, but everybody else is welcome. Yeah, everybody else is welcome to Theron it. Does it. Dwight does. No, I, I don't get on it. Dwight gets on it. So Dwight rides along with a dead body at his back. Um, hmm, I don't hey, do let this. it let it be known. You people laughed at me when I proposed my plan, but whose plan worked in the end? No, maybe next time we should lead with my suggestion. Well. Yeah, after we'd already killed half of them. And we then... killed four of them! Well, it was half of them. No! That's half. There was only four left. Four minus four is eight! I mean, look at Gideon. 
Look at him. Four and four make 12. Okay, intelligent people in the group. Just so everyone knows, I'm speaking to Haskell and Gideon. My uh, <laughs> uh, one-on-one combat, hey, it worked, no? It did. It was a, it was a good suggestion. I'm glad we <laughs> definitely worked. only had to spill you're the a, blood that we had to spill. You're a storybook hero. How does that feel? I'm just a man. I'm just a man doing his duty. Today was nothing special. Yes, that's Hi, exactly I'm Captain. what they would say. Pascal, is it not? That's exactly what they would say in those stories your mother read to you when you were young. Textbook. Yes, yes textbook. Theron, mm-hmm. things went well today. Yes. But I'm sure you know I am not a good man. Do not paint me as a hero. No, I, that was a big backpedal. I feel like you just... Erased what I said. I just said you were you you were the hero. That was that was a weird response. Some people don't know how to accept praise. Some people don't, Dwight. Some people don't. Uh, can I? Dwight's still injured from from being shot with when he was Ted, right? Yeah, he is. He's bleeding a little bit from a crossbow bolt. As as <laughs> as a gesture of reconciliation. I lay on hands and heal him of whatever damage he's taking. Is he the only one that took damage? <laughs> that is correct. Dwight says, I, what, what are you doing, Gideon? I, what's wrong? I, I'm perfectly fine. What are you, what are you doing? I, I, t- I told you, any of you that you that fought alongside of me, that I would, I would make sure you came out of the other side of it as well as you could. Oh, oh you, you, well. you were bleeding, Ted. You, you, you had some blood from that crossbow bolt, Ted. What are you, what are you, what is, who are you calling Ted? Here's the thing none of us know about Dwight is that every time he disguises himself, he actually creates a new personality. <laughs> that y'all didn't hear me tell them my name was Ted. I did. Or did you? I believe uh, Theron did. I know Pascal was right everyone, there and Theron was right everyone there. Everyone heard you say you were Ted. I saw you transform into Ted. Gideon didn't. No, but Gideon I was did. forty feet away. He didn't hear. I, w- I was did. I was forty yeah, feet away. <laughs> That's true. Gideon was far enough oh, away, unless you were I mean, you were yelling, I'm Ted, kind of, but... I learned, I <laughs> yeah, I learned three things today, and that is, Ted is not good at sharing, Dwight is not good at sharing, Gideon is a hero from the storybooks. With a name like Ted, he's probably not good at sharing. Oh, I'm sure he's not. It's a very original no, name. Of course he should, Ted, by the of way. course he wouldn't be. Uh-huh. I wouldn't be either. I roll, I roll my eyes... Gideon rolls his eyes at being called a hero, storybook hero again. Dwight looks at Gideon and, and says, sometimes it makes me almost question my, my own views of the world whenever things like that happen. Maybe, mm, nah. And Dwight stops talking. Things like what? The good guys won. All right. So let's, let's wrap this up. Yeah. You guys make your way back to the road. And you're probably a good day's walk from the city at this point. I think that's about where it averages out to. It's about three or four in the afternoon. So instead of walking all the way back to the city, you you take a room at these. You take multiple rooms at this. We find our horses using a few (laughs) using a few pieces of gold. Are they cool with us stashing our dead body in their freezer? They have freezers. Where's Bandy know about? The deaf sheep it's a, herder it's a hole in the ground. brings you to his ice room. Yeah, it's a, it's it's exactly what it is. It's magic. It's magi technology. Yeah. So they put it in the cold room, and they put it in the cold room underneath the the sheep's pasture. Uh, what? And then so you guys stay the night there, 
I think Theron has the highest passive perception. I think mine's just 11. No. Yeah, mine's 11. Mine's 15. Yeah. What is that? It's 10 plus your plus your perception. Oh, mine is 11. Sorry. Oh, wait, no. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Theron's as high as his 15. Theron, you wake up in the morning and... Well, you all wake up in the morning and get ready to head back to the city and you can't find Brax. He's nowhere to be uh, seen. He's just disappeared in the night. Uh, he didn't pay us, did he? <laughs> uh, is the body still around? The body Who is still there. Who cares about our gold? He screwed um, us. Something bad's about I mean, to happen. We don't know he's not going to come back, but even if he did, is our business not handled? I'm more worried about his business getting handled. So, Brax is gone. The body's still there. The gold is still there. Uh, Theron, the... Uh, what are they called? Why uh, Words don't work for me sometimes. Doors. Um, <laughs> the little vials of blood that you no! had Haskell steal no! from him missing off of, out of your pouch. <laughs> that's not fair. Brax doesn't know where I have them. And but that's that's all that it seems that he took, and he is just he's gone. No note or anything. Um oh, oh, that bastard! That's coming through a full three seconds after I'm here in real life. You guys have no idea how surreal <laughs> that is. Brax knew that they were gone. He definitely noticed that his count was off. Do uh do I ever get an explanation of what those are or that's gonna be up to Theron if he ever okay, explains to right. you what they are, honestly. Can we play out the scene of uh Theron finding out that they're gone though? Yeah, definitely. If Theron screams because he's awake before everyone else, and then he goes and grabs Haskell by their shoulders and shakes them, going, He took them! Haskell, he took them! He took all three of them, Haskell! Wake up! He took them all! Haskell. <laughs> They're so confused. What the hell are you even talking about right now? I told you, Brax! The files! The files you got! He took them back! He has them again! Oh, I had them! Dwight bangs on the wall and says, Shut the fuck you up! Shut the people fuck are up. trying to sleep! <laughs> I thought it was I thought you just wanted me to grab them as like a joke. I didn't realize they were that important. Mm, yes. Haha, <laughs> clever you! It was a joke all this time. Got you again. Theron walks out of the room. <laughs> no one cares about your stupid fucking balls! Theron is sitting outside the inn. So you guys all get out of the inn, and Theron's sitting there just with his ha- yep. head in his hands, muttering to himself, I had them, I had them! So close, so close. So you, you make your way back to the city, and you check the area of woods where you left your horses. Oh, he's leaving us in suspense for the most dramatic part of the episode. The <laughs> episode. The session, I'm glad whatever. you're at least putting us back to the horses so we don't forget them. The next session. <laughs> And the horses are not there. Susan! We'll never have a horse. Could this day get worse? Remember, guys, he said that the soldiers came. We don't know this, but they're they're okay. It's okay. They're not okay. Um, My blood vials are gone and Susan's dead. The the horses are gone. And the whole area around where the horses were is burnt. Uh, No. (laughs) I want to end it here. Um... But I, I want to set up, like, <laughs> I want to set up where you guys are, kind of. Like, you get back into town, and and Holio gets in contact with you and actually gives you the reward for the bounty. Um, 
the the four sailors in where you guys where the the innkeeper like tried to keep like you know charged you for knowledge that was really easily to, to grab is still holding your rooms and you're able to stay there semi-permanently right now and you kind of just you're you're left in the air a little bit you don't have any jobs there's there's nothing completely expected of you holio yeah i want i want him to keep us surprised if i could make that part of our meeting getting our our bounty i would like him to keep us surprised of any decent or at least keep me apprised of any decent bounties that pop up especially anything that's tied to the commonwealth yeah holio sends a note to you guys and you and i think it's mostly just a gideon and you go for the meeting and he tells you that as long as you guys are still wanting to do jobs, he can he'll he'll hire you out to do more jobs, depending on whatever comes up for the Commonwealth or even in the city. He says there's a bounty board in the middle of the city that you could get jobs for. Otherwise, any special jobs I can I'll I'll get in contact with you guys. And then he looks at you, Gideon, and goes, um, and you want me to let you know of any special information the Commonwealth sends my way, possibly? And also, if you hear from if you hear from Brax, let let me know that too. He nods and says, "I don't think any of us will be hearing from Brax anytime soon. My contacts are telling me. Oh, it'll be sooner than but we would we'll like. What? What do you mean? Can can you can you oh, tell I me mean, more? I mean, I don't want to see him again, and I'm sure I will." I hold a hand up. <laughs> oh, you weren't speaking to me. I understand. I understand. I'm sorry. Rarely, if ever. There's been a bounty issued from the Commonwealth for Brax now. Oh. It came in literally the day after you guys arrived. Well, we are bounty hunters after all. We should uh, we we should probably solve this problem for the Commonwealth. <laughs> you know what I always say? Long live the Commonwealth. And their slogan. Gideon puts his hand to his forehead. And he's According just kinda, to, go ahead. Sorry. He's just processing that. He can't help but feel like he's made a, he's made a mistake. He has. According to the letter I have, the Commonwealth is sending a well, Nell is sending a few special agents to hunt Brax specifically. So you guys won't be needed for that. Well, of course they did. Like he put us on the mission to get this guy who's gone rogue. I mean, there's probably a guy higher up that's corrupt and is looking out for his own interests and put a hit out on Brax because he knows he knows. Maybe the Commonwealth is clearly corrupt. I don't understand why you're so beholden to it. Uh-oh. It's clear to all of us. Why is looking to get in a fight with Gideon? Uh, I'm gonna punch him. <laughs> yeah. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna punch him in the face. <clears throat> yeah, well, make an attack roll. What kind of roll? What? What is it? It's an attack roll. He's making an attack roll on your AC. Uh, what is unarmed? It's your strength. It's just your strength modifier. So far, fucking hit. Oh no! Nope, you swing at Dwight, and he kind of steps back and dodges it quickly. Um, how do you respond to this, Dwight? <laughs> Don't swing on me just because I tell you the truth. I'm going to make a grapple check. I'm going to be grabbing him by the throat if I succeed. <clears throat> okay. Let's Dwight, we'll do Dwight, a grapple contest. Pulled, can I have an action since he's had one? You you chose to speak to he, me. That's not an action. Speaking's not an action. I, I a, agree. That's a free I agree. action. As I mean, soon as he starts respawning, Dwight, Dwight has his sword pulled fucking there, like pull it up at Gideon's, at oh Gideon's throat as he reaches out for him. Why don't we do it this way? Because you did 
literally say something kind of passive to him. Why don't you make a a dexterity check while Gideon, you make your grapple check. I want to see who's faster. It's a 13. Pascal, want to put some coin down? Who's going to win this? 18. Ooh, 18. <laughs> um, uh, so, Gideon, you, you swing and miss and then go to grab him, and he has his sword out and is pointed at you before you can actually go again. We might should yeah, help so him. I'm going to lean into it and take a little damage if I can still get a hold of him. Ooh. Should yeah, we break uh, this up? No, break it up. No, no, no. Let's see what happens. Maybe we should help one. Who would help us? So more? you're leaning it into it to take a little bit of damage. Uh you take four damage, we'll just say. And what do you what do you say to each other at this point? So Gideon is leaning in onto your sword that you like kind of pointed at him and is just staring you down. We definitely stare down eye to eye for about two or three seconds. Dwight kind of smirchingly, yet also very seriously looking just like what? That's what you believe. This is all good. The Commonwealth is all good. I have done more evil in the name of the Commonwealth than you can conceive of. What I cannot abide is someone who was only out for themselves and has never once thought about how their actions affect other people. Thinking about how your actions affect other people and the people that has have been left left on the side of the road, stranded children without fathers and mothers due to the Commonwealth's actions. Why do you think I said I wasn't a good oh, man? So you're standing in the name of that? You're going to stand in the name of that? That's what you're going to stand behind, yet you're going to come at me that way? You don't even make sense, shapeshifter. I don't even know who you are. Why the fuck would I listen to anything that you have to shapeshifter. say? Shapeshifter? You think you command all underneath just because you say it? And then Dwight yanks his blade away and then turns his back. Uh-oh, Gideon's going to get him now. Let's go. Okay. <laughs> Theron sips He's from his glass of wine. <laughs> Polio leans over to Theron and says, uh, Who do you think could win in a fight? Julio, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Oz is just like, okay. All right, so to to wrap this up, out of uh, story mode, you guys have kind of a base of operations in this tavern that you're going to be able to do stuff from. Uh, I'm going to post bounties sometime this week whenever I get to it. Um, so I don't know schedule wise if we're going to if you guys are all good to keep hitting every other week for this. I know it's kind of up in the air for Brett and Carson. I'm about to go back to nights, and I don't really know what my schedule is going to be. <laughs> That's what I figured. So what? But I'm I'm trying to set this up so, and this kind of ending kind of works for that too, where we'll be able to run like side bounties and shit like that with part of the party. Even if we can't all meet every other week, I'd still like to do something with your main characters every other week, even if it's just one or two of you guys, just depending on how it goes. We'll leave any major storylines for when we have all four of you. So it would just be like, oh, Theron and Haskell go shopping around town and shit like that. Uh, and like there'll be bounty boards, like I said before, and like you'll be able to like say, hey, I want to pick up this bounty and we can do a session where you go do this bounty. Or we can even do some out of session like rolls just to see how well a bounty would go for you type thing. So that way it won't just be like, oh, we're going to do a session after session of, oh, well, I'm going to go take out these bandits. Oh, I'm going to go take out these thieves, whatever. So at least for a little while, we'll we'll just kind of play it by ear. And if everybody can meet up 
then great. If they can't, then we'll just run some side shit. Our Sounds good. All right, sounds good, guys. I get to get up in like five and a half hours, so I will. Tonight was fun. It was a good time. In between this week's episode and the next week's, we have a text-based adventure labeled The Dream Team on our Discord. It is a lot of fun. It is Theron and Haskell just going about Yarraway, having a blast. And in that channel will be an easy-to-read text document. So go over to the Discord and check it out. Adventuring Dimwits and Hyperactive Dragons is brought to you by a bunch of friends who decided to record their sessions just for the heck of it. Check out our Facebook and Tumblr at Adventuring Dimwits. To check out more of the world and our text-based adventures, join our Discord server. The link is in the episode description. Music provided by Parker Hyde, and I'm Orion the DM. Catch you later!